A battle to the death. Classic albums clashing till there's only one left. We rate them, we slate them, discuss them and debate them, analyze the beats and quote the lyrics verbatim. When all is said and done, we put it to the vote and tell you which of them is one. We going all in, so on the sound of the whistle, let the games begin! Hello and welcome to Hip Hop World Cup, the podcast that pits golden age hip hop albums against each other in a contest to find the ultimate champion. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and joining me as ever are Steve Hitchcock. How are you doing, Steve? Uh, good, thanks. Hi, and everyone. James Larry Luscombe. How are you doing, Larry? Hello, yeah, good, thanks. Uh, yeah, we're coming to you live from our bunker beneath uh, FIFA headquarters in Zurich, uh, which we share with uh, FIFA president Gianni Infantino and uh, ex-president uh, Sepp Blatter. How are you doing, chaps? Are you right, Gianni? Today I feel African. Hello. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, I'll, I'll quickly explain how it works. Um, in each episode, we pick two Golden Age hip-hop albums uh, to compete against each other in a head-to-head contest. Uh, those albums might be chosen according to a theme uh, from the same year, or they might just be two random albums that we want to talk about. Uh, we'll go through each album, discuss the tracks, and score each one out of five using the True Score hip-hop evaluation software. Uh, at the end, we'll vote to decide which one is the winner. Uh, taking our scores and personal preferences into consideration. Uh, so the albums we got up in uh, this episode are uh, People Under the Stairs, Question in the Form of an Answer, from uh, 2000, and um, Jay Lives the Best Part, from 2001. Now, as you may have noticed from those years, this isn't from our classic time period, um, of, you know, like the early to mid-90s. This is a, These two albums are slightly later. Um, this was your idea, boys, Steve Larry, to, to do yep. this. Do you want to talk us yep. through it and why you... Wanted to do these two. Yeah, well, it, it was it was my kind of idea, really, yeah. wasn't it? And um, for a couple of reasons, really. One is that, like, this is I've got like two eras of being into hip hop. I've got like the, the golden age, and then I didn't listen to much of it in the late nineties, and then I got back into it in a really big way, sort of from two thousand onwards. And these are just two of my favourite albums from that period, where I was really steeped in in kind of hip-hop it was kind of everything to me i you know i saw both of these acts live locally uh met both met fest one and met jay live at those respective concerts oh, so wow. yeah it's just the, these are kind of special albums to me just in the same way that those old ones are to all of us really yeah and i'd sort of echo that this is a time when i was like at my peak buying of hip-hop cds and really getting into hip-hop in a, in a really big way um and actually, yeah, I've seen people on the stairs, but I haven't seen I haven't seen Jay live. But these are two albums I absolutely love. And Danny, actually, the the um, the best part actually was recorded in kind of like the end of the golden age. It's more of a kind of like ninety six to ninety nine yeah. recorded yeah. album. So yeah, it's got some strong links, I think, to, and to, it's just, to, both, to what both, you like. Both of them just have a lot of that classic sound, you know, to them as well. Yeah, yeah. albeit a bit, bit updated for the for the new millennium. Yeah, and a lot of the same producers as well from that. Golden Age, some big yeah. names actually. Yeah, on, well, one of them. Um, but but yeah, they are very much steeped in that tradition of nineties hip hop, which is which is kind of you know which is why we kind of get away with doing it on this yeah. podcast because we're all about the. And they're, they're new to you, aren't they, Danny? These they are. Albums. Yeah, I mean, I was sort of vaguely familiar with both of them. I knew of them um, without having listened to them in any great detail. So um, it was really nice to kind of dig into them and try and get you know acquainted with them, familiarise myself with them. Um, and as you say, there's some. St- some tracks on here by producers that I really love, which piqued my interest further. So yeah, no, really, it was really great to um, to listen to them. So yeah, I can't wait to discuss them with you too. Um, before we get to the album, though, we've got some big news in this um, this episode, chaps. Um, okay. Following um, 
some controversial hot takes and um, ungentlemanly conduct, let's say, in the last episode uh, about Tupac's All Eyes on Me. FIFA has insisted that we now have to be monitored by VAR. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah, the, the entire ep- episode has to be monitored by VAR. Um, At least, you know, with VAR, nothing can be controversial as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Right? It, yeah. It's or straightforward cold. opinions. Yeah, it's gospel, whatever yeah. happens, whatever VAR says. Um, just make sure that we don't do anything stupid like giving tracks lower scores than they should and yep. that, yeah, that sort of thing. <coughs> Hearts of men. Um, so, <laughs> so how it works is we've got a panel of three people over at Stockley Park uh, watching the podcast on a bank of high definition yeah. This monitors. is great. Yeah, it's great. And on today's panel are um, Adrian Shiles. Uh, hi, Adrian. Hello, hello. You are? Uh, legendary England winger uh, John Barnes. Uh, morning, John. Good morning. And uh, legendary rapper turned actor LL Cool J. You okay, LL? Yeah. So we are officially the first podcast in history um, to be adjudicated by VAR. How do you how do you feel about that in general? This, this is, is such right? good. I think this is going to work in my favour because normally I'm like astounded at the scores that you two give some of the, some of these tracks. So right. I yeah. think this is this is I think for me this is brilliant news. And yeah. I hate I you know for football I hate VAR. Yeah, absolutely. But for this, it's oh, it sounds magic. appropriate. Yeah, yep. absolutely. How did um, you get LL Cool J? Just emailed me. Just emailed me and asked if he could be on the show and be, the be on the VAR panel. He's also got some links to... to um, he's yeah, one of the yeah. 20 listeners. One of the 20 listeners, yeah. He's also got sort of connections at FIFA and at the FA. Right. So he, um, yeah, he's obviously heard about it and wanted to be part of it. So who are we to argue? Um, he, Yeah, okay, cool. So um, also, stay tuned at the end of the episode. Uh, we'll have another big interview with a legend from the world of football and someone with a connection to hip-hop as well. So stay tuned for that Brilliant. really exciting stuff. Um, so anyway, without further ado, uh, let's get on with the playoff. Let the games begin. So, the first album uh, we're going to be looking at is People Under the Stairs is a question in the form of an answer from the year 2000. Um, it was their, correct me if I'm wrong, chaps, their second studio album. Yep. And it was on Om Records. Um, I don't know about you, Larry, but that's, to me, that's more of a house, house music. music. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? San Francisco uh, label, um, Om Records, yeah, house to my house artists I used to listen to back in the day, Cascade, I think they were. Right. I think like maybe like Scuba. Like Scuba, people. yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. But... Obviously, you know, broad portfolio of artists, including uh, people under the stairs. So, uh, but what what's your kind of history with this album in particular, Steve? What? Well, so this this a time when I was yeah, like I said, I was really kind of getting into like underground hip hop. So I'd already I knew this the group from uh, the next step, which Larry probably uh, listened to as well, which yeah. is just a fantastic album. And so at this point in my life, I was really getting into underground hip hop, and then this album came along and it just kind of like blew my mind, really. So. You know, without giving too much away at this at this point, this 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 is like this has such fond memories from just list, remembering listening to it and just thinking, "Wow, this is the this is the type of hip hop I just love." Basically, yeah. What about you, Larry? What's yeah, your history with this? I don't I don't I don't actually recall whether I had the next step first or not. I don't think I did. I think this was my first okay, yeah, yeah, experience yeah. of them, and I can't 
really remember if I'm being honest how I came across them but it would have either been through like local record shop that I used to get like Onion Heart that I used to shout out to Onion Heart that I used to kind of practically live at at, at, the, at the time spending, spending like hundreds ev- of pounds spending yeah. every kind of penny I had on, on records um it was either that or I would have heard about it through sort of hip-hop connection something like that but yeah I, I just um it was a firm favourite at the time, and yes, I've never stopped listening to it really. Yeah. Two, so, two, two thousand is, is a good year. I was just looking at some of the other, other albums as well, like uh, Deltron Thirty Thirty, Train of Thought, Supreme Clientele, Water for Chocolate, which you two probably love. Yeah, Quality Control, J Five, the, uh, the Unseen, Cosimoto, Big L, Dilated People. So for me, it's like it is. Pr- it is like, like wow. Right, it is right in the kind of heart of like backpacker, yeah, yeah. raucous era. Yeah. That like two thousand, you know, ninety nine to sort of two thousand and one, two thousand and two is is kind of is the golden age of that style. Yeah, yeah. And, and this album was produced in Thess's house, right? Okay, that's like mental. His bedroom producer kind of thing, and it does have up, that yeah. sound to it. Doesn't I was going to make like some comments, like... but I'll save it for later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it sounds like that kind of production. Yeah, it does have kind of a homemade quality to it. Kind yeah, of a, not lo-fi exactly, but yeah. kind of. Yeah, but kind of like that. Kind well, like I mean, that, yeah. I, I may as well just say it now, kind of as a general kind of um, overview of the sound of the album. It, it does sound like, in comparison to J Live, which yeah. sounds like a much more well-produced album. I'm not saying people says it's badly produced. You know, the, the beats are incredible, but it sounds like all they had was an MPC and a couple microphones. Yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds <laughs> but isn't like that, it all, that, that is actually what they had? Didn't Double K have a yeah. something like an SP12 and, and yeah, uh, yeah. Tess had a. Yep, that's yeah, exactly it. But yeah. it sounds like there's, it doesn't sound like they kind of went through any outboard equipment or mixing desks. I'm sure they did. Yeah, but it, yeah. it just it sounds like an MPC. Yeah, whole thing. It just sounds like it's come straight out of one of those machines, and the vocals are on top, like on an ADAT or you know whatever yeah. it would have been. Yeah, um, that's such a contrast, isn't it? Because J Live is he is a polished rapper, and he and his production is really polished. But this is a really kind of yeah. dirty album. In comparison. I'm guessing maybe I'm, I'm guessing maybe J Live had you know. St- might have been like a production budget behind yeah. it when he was on yeah. like Rorschach Records originally, whereas people under the stairs were just self-producing, self-funding, and yeah, had limited, limited equipment. Yeah, but it's it's got a, it's got a great sound because of that though. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. And I think what really what really helps the album as well is just Thess One's ear for great samples. Oh. Beats his drum program is is off the charts. Yeah. Got a lot to it's say incredible. about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. But he's, like, he's, really, he's one, of the, one of the great diggers, I think. Yeah, he, I, he yeah, he, he's the sort of producer that's right up my street. Proper digger. Yeah, he, I like the sort of samples he selects. So he can, he, I can hear him, his mind at work. You know, yeah, the sort of samples he's going for. I really like him as a producer, and he kind of comes from that classic school of production. It's like Pete, your Pete Rocks, yeah. your Buck Wild, your Large Professors, Beat Miners, all that sort of. That and, sort that, and that's their whole shtick, you know. Yeah. They they. They say several times in this album they make old-fashioned yeah. hip hop. They don't like. Yeah. They didn't like any of this new yeah. stuff. Yeah. They liked the golden age. That's where they belonged, and they just wanted to keep doing that. And I really hear it. And that's a comparison to say right now is that you've got a, you've got a really clever producer on this album, People Under Stairs, and then you've got a very clever rapper in J Live. So there's a yep. there's going to be an interesting debate, I think, as we go through. This. I was going to say that actually, yeah. The, they are well paired. Like there's really yeah. good chemistry between Double K and this one. You can really see why they've got such good chemistry. They just they want to fit. Yeah, yeah. Love. So um, all right. Well, let's uh, rest let's in peace, Double K. By the way, huh? rest in peace, Double K. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, of yeah. course. Only a couple of years ago. Sadly, no longer with us. Um, so, uh, which leads us on to the first track on the album, which we're going to have a listen to now. 
uh, which is called Crazy Live. live um just before we go on we, we skip the intro we're going to be skipping a lot of the sort of short skits and you know some of the intros but anything you wanted to say about the intro before we talk about crazy live not especially i think it i think it samples a version of um is it are you going to scarborough fair, fair by yeah. uh simon garfunkel doesn't it yeah yeah the live jazz version of that okay yeah pretty pretty standard intro stuff but yeah so crazy live steve what what do you like about this one i just love this okay we've already talked about thirsty being such a clever producer i just think this is such like almost like a confusing beat but because it's so like confusing and a bit kind of dirty and lo-fi you're like immediately getting a, a, such a good flavor of what you're going to get for the rest of the album and for me it, it really works and i can imagine a lot of people would listen to that first track and think what the hell is going on here this just isn't for me i think it's quite audacious drum sampling isn't it like it's just <laughs> yeah, that's probably it, a better i think, way of I think it, it is just a big like 16 bar loop yeah i don't think there's any programming in there i don't know, sound like i it, don't know it? where it's from but I, I get the impression it is just a drum loop which um isn't really what we then hear for the rest of the albums it's a bit of no. a bit of a weird there are a couple i've noticed but but yeah, it very much sounds like a loop. Yeah. Um, from his, probably from his extensive digging, yeah. found that loop somewhere. And yeah. Went and it is, it's, a, it's a good bit of drumming as well. You can listen yeah. to that all day long. It's a really you? good, really good beat. Um, it's a really interesting kind of track. It's a bit different. It's like, you don't hear many like that. The tempo's very unusual. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's quite slow. It really, yeah. Makes um, you think, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, it's good, good intro, sort of good opener. I think just. To I think for me, I mean, it, uh, being completely honest, as much as I love this album, it's an album that doesn't really get going for and for a few tracks mm. for me personally. Um, and these days, this one is is probably just a bit of a skipper. Yeah, just because it is quite. It's ultimate. It, it's solid, but it's a, a little bit dull. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I think. It's not. A, it's not an attention grabber right off the no. bat. What I meant was, it's kind of like it sets out the stall as a kind of slightly. The, the people on the stairs as being slightly different and they, yes, they use slightly yeah. different yeah. Yeah. and they're talking and they're talking about their sound in it and yeah. what you can sort of yeah. what you can expect so yeah it, it sets things up well definitely yeah. I disagree about being a skipper I, st- I, like, I still like this track I gave it four yeah although I might be tempted to skip it based on the what's next yes um, we'll come to that in a sec but, uh, but uh, just to finish off on this one the organ sample is really lovely as well I don't know where they uh, you know kind of yeah whether it was already with the beat or whether i think it's... i mean i think with um because you instinctively like people like us just want to know exactly where all these samples are from and i think fest one has got a bit of a bad history with people like blowing his spot with samples and yeah you cut, like if you look on who sampled like there's nothing on there i did yeah you, I was... you can you can find some stuff on youtube which i which i have done and there's some brilliant bits in there but he's managed to kind of retain that mystery of like where these things are from which is quite a rare That's quite a tactic. rare thing yeah yeah and in like in a he talks about in one of the tracks like di- like go like going to places like peru to find beats so like, he's digging in different yeah places well, it's like that thing on the stepfather 
DVD thing where he's out in the like is it in Mexico? He goes yeah. off to Mexico. Street yeah. vendor, yeah. yeah. And he finds yeah. that loop and it becomes you later yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. I was always fascinated by that. Yeah. That loop is amazing on that track. I think there's a whole album, Blockera, on just that trip, I think. Right. Oh, wow. But yeah, I, I, for some reason, I've never really listened to much People Under the Stairs after this album. I, I can't right. quite explain why, because it's all quality stuff, but... Yeah. It's just one of those things where this album in particular just, you know, has got a, I've got yeah. a connection with it and that's my album. And right. Yeah. So what are we doing score-wise then, um, Steve? Do you that's a four for me. Four. I, gave it, I gave it a three. Three, yeah. Quite a good start then because I gave it a three. Again, not a not a grab you by the, you know, the neck. Yeah. The back, but a nice, slow, kind of interesting opener. Um, nice. All right, let's move on to the next one then. This one's called uh, Youth Explosion. Take a black cow and meet it, peg. You can read it from page. People under the minimum wage. You freestyles and rocking them still. High profile like rooftops on Echo Park Hills. Next step, paying bills. Stay dipping like Dolomite on a LA night. Chilling out in the heights. Okay. Youth Explosion. Do you want to go first on this one, Steve? I sense some, some good comments <sighs> some, coming. Some bubbling. Um... Yeah, niceness here. Yeah, I uh, absolutely love this this track. Uh, it's got that kind of like lovely deep bass, and I, I, there's um, the, like the melody through it sounds like something from like Lifestyle Marketing, which is another Thess One al- album. And there's a track on there called Grain Belt Beer, right? And it, it just reminds me of that. I don't know whether he like then regurgitated that later on, but I think it just works like really nicely. It's, it's just that like melody in the ba- in the background. And um, I think the best people under the stairs tracks are the ones that properly get you nodding your head. Thumpers, yeah. 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 Hyped, think, hyped up kind yeah. of party tracks. And, and they this just, is definitely one of them, isn't it? And they, yeah. they even say, they, you know, you think that they're coming soft, then you lost your mind or something like yeah. that. And it's like, yeah, this is this is properly getting your head going. Like if, if you, like, in a way, like this is the proper opener, isn't it? This is kind of the proper introduction to the album. But I think it wouldn't have quite that impact if the first track wasn't more mellow, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. that mellow tra- that sets it up, yeah. and then this one just kind of like yeah. hits you over the head a bit. They, more. I think tracks two and three are often the most important tracks on an album, yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. with this they've they've played a blinder because they've they've saved this one to come in after good the, sequencing, yeah, good sequencing. Yeah. Um, if you come in, blow your load on this one in track two or whatever, it's just you know. You, yeah. So yeah, this was a good one. We talk about this often, don't we? It's such a big thing of mine you've yeah. got to get this start of the album right and this definitely definitely does that yeah I think it's just I think it's an amazing beat and the yeah. sample I can just imagine him finding that and then the drums are just I mean it's, it's quite DJ Premier like in it's the the, the, the uh, shuffle on it and just the way they're programmed it's a really crunchy beat and it's a proper head nodder it really reminds me of yeah. Primo um, I was kind of thinking yeah. though like throughout this like Thess 1 has got a, I think I, I presume this is Thess doing the, the beats on this I don't want to kind of discredit Double K's input. I always kind of think of first one as a producer, but these are just, these are typical drums of theirs. Mm. They don't sound quite like anything else. And I think, again, it comes back to that really basic sounding setup of it just coming straight out of the MPC. They're just crunchy and dry and just, they they thump so hard. They, They don't sound quite like anyone else's beats really they're sort of almost boom bat but not yeah it's just unique it's, it's really unique yeah, yeah it's, it's distinctly this one but you can hear the influence of you can hear who's influenced him yeah you can hear yeah his influences it's pete rock yeah premier beat nuts yeah i think beat nuts, massive beat nuts is a definitely me. a big one big influence yeah the, the other thing i love about this track which is also um i think a unique thing for Thess, is the is the end 
I think he has a real talent for making sure the end of his tracks are like interesting and that's a little really bit different. That's a really good point. Yeah. And it, I think the end of this track really just elevates it and it's almost like he's he's showing showing off a little bit like you know he's got the, he has got the skills. Um so he, ne- he never just like or re- very rarely just plays, plays out, yeah. for 3 for yeah. 3 minutes like there are always little kind of um just little sort of changes within the beat yeah. throughout bits coming in and out like he's an absolute not on this track so much but he's a master of like he plays the MPC filter like an instrument. Yeah. Like the MPC yeah. filters are just a unique sounding thing, and he just he knows them inside out, um, and just uses it to kind of pop these things in and out of the yeah. mix. It's so good. One of the most distinctive parts of his production, I think, is yeah. the filtering. It's just so yeah. good, so good. Uh, anything else to add on that one? No, just nope. a belter. No. Just a belter. Yeah, I gave that one a four because I love that one. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I actually gave it a three, although I'm kind of thinking right. that's, a bit, that's a bit of a VAR. Yeah, this thing. is a VAR probably, moment. Probably definitely. should have been a four, really. We might have to uh, revert to some of our VAR um, characters <laughs> yeah. to uh, adjudicate on that one later on, because, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting anyway. I gave... I, I, I'm, I've got to be careful on because I think I'm inflating some of my scores just because of my love for, the, for them so much. Um, so I've... I think, like, production-wise, I've given it a five. Right. I don't know if I can give the rap-in a five. No? But... Well, this is this is the thing with People Under the Stairs generally, is that they're, they're both good rappers. Yeah. But they're not really... They're thoroughly average, aren't they? There's nothing I, I don't, wrong you know, with that. They're them. average, but they're, they're really good rappers. They just don't... They don't talk about much else other than <laughs> making hip-hop and the kind of party lifestyle. Smoking and just, weed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it, that's their whole kind of thing, really. They don't... Yeah. Like... In contrast to Jay Live, who is all about the the lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people under the stairs, it doesn't really matter what they're saying; they just they say it well. Yeah. But yeah, but you could never quite give them a five for their no. lyrical content. No, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I agree. This one's a surprisingly good rapper. Yeah, you know, he's you know cut above some producer. Some yeah. It, yeah, and who who's who's the better rapper? Uh, there's so, there's so many times I think. Uh, Double Double K is like he sounds nicer. He's probably got slightly nicer flow. Yeah, Thess is probably a little bit more intelligent. And then on some tracks, he's better. And I I don't think I can choose between them. Yeah, I think they're pretty evenly matched, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was um, Youth Explosion. We're going to go on to the next one, or um, and we're going to listen to a track called Sweet for Creeper. God knows what that means, but here we go. That's one, I'm about to run shit. Uh, you! And uh, you! And uh, you over there! Hey, Larry, you digging sweet for Creeper? Yeah, it, it's another sort of average one for me, really. I think it's um, on a lesser album, it, it would be a standout, but on an album of this quality, it's just it's one of the. It's one of the sort of more fillery tracks, I think. Personally, it's not bad. I just want to get. To, I want to get to the good part of the album. Really, <laughs> that's my beef with it. I think that's a close to a VAR comment for me. Def- uh, a VAR referral there. All right. Well, let's see what um, Adrian Charles has to say about it, shall we? Hello, hello. You well? Uh, yeah, we're fine, thanks, Adrian. Just wondered if you could um, let us know what the ruling on that comment was. Adrian. Oh, he's nipped off to the loo. Oh, yeah. um, it's home so we'll catch up with him later but um yeah uh i think this continues a really good start to the album 
Yeah. I think you get. I think you get these first these first three proper tracks uh, are, are nice. It's, it's quite a grimy beat compared yeah, the, to the, the last drum pro, the, Again, like you, you will never fault drums on a People Under the Stairs track. But yeah. these are these are banging drums. But I, I, I like the rapping on here. So there's like it's like double K is like pretending he's rapping through oh, the telephone. Like the old uh, telephone trick. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. Yeah. Always like that in, in rap. Yeah, it yeah. adds a little bit of quirkiness to it. I yeah. think. Um, which yeah. I, Sounds good. Yeah, I, I just I found this one really dull to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it was just didn't grab me. It was a quite pedestrian sample, but I think it might get a bit samey as it goes on, and it kind of yeah. like peters out a little bit at the end. Yeah, I, I was not. I wasn't impressed with this one. Bit bit dull. Two out of five for me. Two. Um, yeah, it's a three for me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This was a this is a four for me. Was it? What is it? Why? What, what elevates it up to the four? Just the. I just think the griminess of the beat, and it's just. A, it just that yeah, like I said, that quirkiness of like he sounds like he's like talking through a walkie-talkie. <laughs> it's just I don't know, simple things for me. You're wrong, and you're a grotesquely ugly freak. Oh, that's so, harsh. Um, we're going to move on to the next track now. Uh, it's called again another no idea what this means. Sterns to Western. Let's have a listen to that one. <laughs> We're not done. More shows, free booze, bad news, and new crews. When we come to your town, be prepared to get slapped. So sing along to the funk and wait for the homie to rap his line. Right, Steve, two questions. One, what the hell does Sterns to Western mean? Two, do you like this one? I think I'd have to refer to Captain Kid Lexus because it sounds like uh, it's it's something that he's uh, come up with, whoever the hell he is, guest rapping on this track. I thought he was quite good. He's okay, isn't he? It's like one of those one of those ones we come across. Like you never ever hearing him on anything no, else. There's also um, later on the album, Jazz Mac. Jazz Mac, I love Jack. <laughs> yeah. Jazz Mac. Yeah. I, 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 I asked, I asked first one when I met him. Like, when's the Jazz Mac album coming? I can't remember the, the, the answer, but I don't think it ever came. But I, I still live in the hope that one day an unearthed first run produced Jazz Mac album will come out from 1999. <laughs> yeah, this um, this is a quirky track. I don't, I don't really like it that much I guess palatable it's slightly annoying I think with that sample and the chorus so yeah it's definitely definitely not one of my favourite tracks on this album yeah I, I have to agree I, do, I mean I like I've given it a three but I, I like it better than some of the others but um, and I quite I think Kid Lexus is quite a nice MC from mm. it kicks yeah. the track nicely I thought it was a quite a jaunty beat it's um, I think it sounds like a spinning wheel sample okay like, track spinning wheel couldn't verify that obviously. Yeah, it is jaunty, it's isn't it? It's a good yeah. way to describe it. Yeah, um, yeah, I just quite like it. I quite like the sample. It's another one of those kind of jazzy samples you can just imagine him, you know, loving when he found it. Maybe um, that's why I don't like it because a jaunty doesn't necessarily fit with the. It's not funky enough or, or I don't know, yeah. underground enough for me to be on the side. Right, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I kind of gravitate towards that kind of sample. Um, so yeah, I gave it a three. Um, yeah, I gave it a three. Anything about that one? No, I think it just. Again, just it's it's filler before the main event. Same same comments as the last one, really. Three out of five. Okay, yeah, three out of five. Middling, kind of mid mid kind of track. Just palatable. Right, well, let's see if we can do any better with this one. This one's called uh, Code Check. Okay, 
Okay, code check. First thing that stands out to me on that one is the drum loop, which is what I was talking about earlier. That is, that's quite famous. Is that like Kimber? Uh, Zimbaku. Zimbaku. Yeah. Black Heat yeah. loop, which I'm always, whenever I listen to this, I always think, I'm surprised when Thess uses a obvious a straightforward, yeah. Maybe it wasn't as back then yeah but maybe. well no it would have been wouldn't it because it's tons of people would have used it but when but it's just it, one of the it's one of those things though that it's so they're so that's such good drums that's why yeah they still use them like to this day like you can't go it's just part of hip-hop it's like using it like i think there's speaking of 808s i think there's like a really heavy 808 kick in this at the beginning yeah so it's just like that it's just you you would use a break like this in the same way you would use an 808 yeah drum machine like it's just an instrument it's a tool instrument yeah absolutely do you like that one steve it's co-check yeah Obviously. definitely yeah this i think this is back into the head nodding territory uh, on this track uh, yeah funky little funky little tune and like the bass on it but i also think the rapping gets better on here i think when they rap with a bit more like pace and intensity yeah they just sounds better all around so it sounds like they enjoy they enjoyed this track um, yeah. and, and it just comes across, it comes over really well so. i really like double k on this yeah 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 yeah, I agree. I think this is this is a great track. Yeah, yeah, I, I quite like it. I like the Latin kind of flavour to the. the yeah, really, guitar. really nice instrumentation on there. Yeah, yeah. Getting, I mean, getting into things a bit more now. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into the sort of the meat of the album. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, quite like that one. And yeah, and anyone who uses a Zimba, Zimba drum loops is fine by me. Um, right. Okay. So uh, I gave that a three. Did I say that already? Three. Yeah. It's a th three for me as well. Yeah. Again, I think yeah. sort of if I was, you know. Being a bit more jet like four, I could easily give it. Yeah. Maybe I was being a bit tight on the day that I marked them. But... Can, can VA have a little look at this one for me, please? I uh, I tell you the what the way I the way I score things is that five is an absolute standout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four is really good, and this one isn't quite really good, but it's also no. not crap. So it's a it's just in the middle. It's yeah. it's fine. I think a four or five has to be yeah it has to be like this is better than some of the other three out of fives that i've given it right yeah let's call it 3.5 you kind of need <laughs> you, you need like a memorable hook you need extraordinary rapping yeah extraordinary beats for a five four yeah yeah five's gotta be classic all around yeah gotta be old four is just good yeah exactly and it's not quite there for me think three for me is kind of the perfect score i'm giving it a four right we're going to move on to the next one then in that case it's called uh blowing wax Okay, Blowing Wax. Another famous drum loop. Fool Yourself by Little Feet for the sample. Is that, is that, is that just straight, a straight loop? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a straight loop, yeah. I've used that one a couple of times for various things. But yeah, it's a famous one. But again, really... It sounds nice. very Fez One-ish, yeah. like the way he's just sort of EQ'd it or whatever. Or Yeah, and it's the snare on that one. It's just... Yeah. Snaps. so good it's like like you said a minute ago you know these are tools it's just yeah. you know what sort of texture you want from yeah. the sounds and that one just stands out so um but yeah do, what, do you like this one then yeah so, that, i uh, mean for, for me this is just get this is where it's where yeah. the album properly kicks off it's kind of it's a it's kind of similar in style to youth explosion i think the second track so that is that kind yeah. of thing um and yeah it's just a properly hyped up drums like a real head nodder I like the sax in it as well bit of a yeah. pete rock kind of uh sound on the, on the sax there uh really like we're starting to see really good use like we said of the of the filtering 
like there and those fil- those filter layers up, bring them in and out. Yeah, it's just this is just classic Fez one. Yeah, it is. Production. Everything everything just fits together so nicely, doesn't it? It's just yeah. I think this is an absolute beauty. I like the intro, I love the drums, everything about it, the chorus, the rapping. I think this is for me the second best track on the whole album, and it's actually because I you know like my little playlist of stuff. This is in my top five. Is it puts tracks all right. the time? Oh, wow, okay, it's an absolute oh. belter for me. Privileged position. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I, I really like this one. This was um, uh, one of my favourite ones on the album, I think. Yeah, definitely. It kind of had that, that Pete Rock feel. Like you said, with like yeah. the horns on it. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. That's true. The That's horns, true. Um, the bass line, the samples. Uh, just a great track all round, really. Um, I didn't kind of analyse the, you know, the vocals as much, but the beat certainly stood out. Me. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you what the lyrics were no. about, having listened to it for 23, <laughs> 24 yeah. years. Yeah. But, but this um, is definitely an album degree where you don't need to do that. They, no. It, it, as long as it flows, okay, and you get the gen, like you said, it's yeah. like they're talking about Mary Jane and that sort of nonsense, yeah. but it's, it works. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you don't want to think too much about what they're rapping about. No. no. They are, they're, they're, they're just a, they're a party, they're a party group. Like, Typical of this era, like them, Jurassic Five, Ugly Duckling, yeah. all of those kind of groups. It's just, it's just, it's just about, it's about hip hop and living the hip hop party kind of on the road lifestyle. That's what all the tracks were about. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've got a caller on the line now. Actually, you might just give a little alternative um, opinion on uh, uh, on this track. Okay. Hello, caller, are you there? Yeah, my name's Overdose. I'm calling from Eastbourne. Hi, Overdose. Are you um? What do you think of uh, blowing wax off off this uh, this album? You know the flavour. Thanks, overdose. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Always nice to hear from him. Love, yeah, love overdose. You might be hearing more from him later on. Okay, so um, we're going to go on to the next track now. Do we done the, st- the scores or not? I'm good. I give that one a four. I gave it a five. Yes, yeah, four for four for me. Four, five. That's yeah. big that's, words. That's yeah. Well, like I say, it's one of my favourites um, of all time. Okay. Oh, cool. All right, well, let's go on to the next one then. Let's see if this one is uh, similarly uh, loved. It's called Give Love a Chance. Make money for sport and cash Roll models for my little kids that love them Swiss beat shit When I was young I watched Sesame Street To all you young B-boys keep doing your thing Don't let them tell you otherwise Cause you ain't making no green American cash machine Keeps rolling with or without We got a subculture to Okay, that one's called uh, Give Love a Chance um, Let's start with you on this one, Larry What do you think of this one? Um, I I love it um, if, excuse, the, excuse the pun It's um, <laughs> I haven't got much to say about it really Because I think it's lost a bit of impact for me over the years, but I pr- probably back when I first heard this, it would have been one of my favourite tracks on the album. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I knew the original. I'm the original. The, the, is it the Don um, Don Blackman? Don yeah. Blackman. Yeah, I, lo- I love that track. Like I've discovered it after this, but before I knew that, I just love the sample yeah. and um, you, you can't go wrong no, with sampling something like that I think you can't had it been sampled before this do you know anything of the of the kind of golden era that samples that track no I don't remember many other examples of of it I don't remember I can't think of another no. time it's been sampled but I knew it from from hip hop I think I knew it from hip hop I can't right. remember whether I knew it from hip hop or not because um, I remember we used to like Heart's Desire which was on the same album right the Don Blackman album 
Yeah. We knew that, and I think yeah. I got the album, and Holding You, Love You was on yeah. that album, so I might have got it through that route. I, said, I, I knew it from a Kenny Dope compilation, right. Strange Games and Funky Things 3. Right, yeah, yeah. It was on. Yeah, my, yeah my, maybe it was that, that I knew it from. But, but um, yeah, it's, it's, you, know, you can't go wrong sampling that, especially if you're Fest One and you know how to sample things yeah. but properly. Surprisingly well-known again for a renowned digger like Fest One, is it? Maybe? Probably, I suppose, but maybe only in retrospect. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But it's a good, you know, it's a good head nod of this one. I quite like this one. Can um, I say something that might need me uh, referred to VR straight away? I absolutely hate this track. Really? This is a track that I've always, out of order. always skipped. I just don't think it fits. I don't think it fits with like the the aesthetic and the style of the album. It's like, it's, hmm. t- it's too like lovey for me. They're like all about partying and stuff. And then it just, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, but it's it's not about love, is it? It's more about... It's just, it's sort of more about loving hip hop, isn't it? It's about giving love a it, chance. Yeah, yeah. but oh, I don't know. It just doesn't, doesn't resonate with me. So Steve. Well, that's bang out of order. So, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not going to accept that opinion, are we? I think, uh, I mean, I accept all opinions, but I, it, it does, it does surprise no. me a bit. I just, I assumed this is every, one of, a favourite of everyone's, really. I think yeah. this sometimes happens with me and you. Sometimes we have pol- polar opposite views on things that we might think we both like yeah. the same track. Yeah. Just, I just kind of thought this was like one of the better known tracks from the album and... I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't stick it, I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, a different taste. I For some reason, I've given it a four out of five, though. I don't know why. I think I was just within the... For me as well, it's four out of yeah, five. Yeah, four out of five. Within the album, this album, it's a and you know it's above yeah. the threes and stuff like that yeah. but if I put it up against other fours yeah. from back in the day that I love more I mean I do yeah. ki- I do kind of skip this one a bit like probably just because of over familiarity but I still objectively think it's a yeah. four I think double K flow is quite nice on it as well yeah well, it sits in the pocket on it it's yeah. really nice it's quite an old school feel as well um, alright I'm going then hit me Steve what are you um, what one. are you scoring that one one, one. That's bang out of order. I mean, that, um, that's that's VAR. That's worthy, extraordinary. Isn't it? Yeah. Given some of your comments on the other stuff, and some of the <laughs> that's, some been, of your, that's just that's episode, vindictive. Yeah, on on the two pack. Yeah, episode, is, giving yeah. things like life goes on. What was it five? And then you're giving that. <laughs> that's not. That's not good. That's not good. Larry, what are you scoring it? You won't find that. Uh, with that's four out of five. Just with me. Five. Uh, no, four out of four five. Out of five. Yeah. Four out of five. That's decent score. Decent scores. All right. Well, let's quickly move on from that one and uh, yes, let's go to a track called uh, Yeehaw Party Styles It goes one time for the page and two times for the call back three times for the second I'm gonna start it like that for all the dudes with these millennium raps and punchlines I'm back with a foul mouth delivering good rhymes they take a one two Scooby Doo in the group want to drink some brew Now Steve I know you're a big fan of Yeehaw Party Styles <laughs> if in general uh, what do you think of the track? Yeah, it's kind of like a bit jolly, a bit funky again, as you'd, as you'd expect. Uh, uh, but I, I don't have a lot more to say about it. I think it's just a solid, solid track. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip it, but I wouldn't put it onto a, onto, onto, you know, a playlist. So I, I don't, I, I can't offer any more comment. I'm it's sort of more of the same, isn't it, of what we've heard already? Um, you can't, can't knock it. The drums are kind of again unmistakably. Uh, of this duo, I think they're quite beat nuts esque. Very beat nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I get like the comments that I've written about here. We've we've sort of spoken about already about just him being a good, a great producer, great crate digger, and drum programmer. Um, but yeah, it's just 
it's filler, but the filler at this level is still really good, I think. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's and it's a it's a track to play live. Yeah, and it like, doesn't. It goes right across well at a concert. I don't think it those. spoils the album because I think the next, tracks coming next will lift lift the album up again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what did you give it? Three. Three. I gave it three. Four for me. Four. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I think I, I, you know I'm. I'm mindful of not marking things down too much because I'm over familiar yeah. with them. I'm trying to be a bit objective with, with it as well. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's quite, been quite a few so far that for two people who are, like, self-professed, love this album. Yeah. It's quite a few that you're not quite feeling. But It's be- it's because it now starts, like, right. here is where, like, it's a bit of an album of two halves. And yeah. it, it, it's, a, it's a rarity. Like, most albums get worse the further you get into them. This one just gets better and better and better, yeah, I right, think, yeah, yeah. right until the very end. Yeah, yeah. I got you, yeah. I, I quite like this one, I, so I just realised I didn't comment on it, but yeah, it was uh, the quirky guitar sample I quite like. Yeah. It's, um, you know, another kind of party, jaunty party style one. Yeah. You can imagine it's the kind of thing that he, yeah. that he yeah. found, like, on a yeah. Mexican street corner or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, paid about a dollar for it or whatever. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and good, good baseline filtering as well, again, which is yeah. nice. Um, so yeah, no, I gave it up with a three. All right, the next one uh, is uh, really interesting. I found it really interesting. Um, and it's called 43 Labels I Like. Here's how it sounds. Okay, 43 Labels I Like. I just, yeah, I... I found this really interesting, sort of him talking a bit about the art of, of digging yeah. and what he's looking for and the albums he likes, the labels he likes when he's digging and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a sort of a backpack raps answer to labels by Jizza. Yeah. yeah, sort of a bit more yeah. positive spin on it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I kind of that's how I saw it. All and it's just kind of a, jazz labels that he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, all the jazz labels. It's kind of like an ode to crate digging and beat making, and obviously that's something that really appeals to me because I sort of. You know, I love I love the hip hop producers. Um, yeah, and it's just I'm really really interested. But also, it's married to a really great beat, and so yeah, I really like this one because um, it's but it's quite short though. So it's almost like a glorified short, skit. It's sweet, skit. isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it didn't quite sort of merit for territory, but it's I did I kind of really dug the subject matter. Yeah. yeah. Do you know where the drum the drum loops from? Uh, no, I don't. But it sounded a little bit like the one they used earlier on "Blowing Wax," but I don't know if it's. Yeah, uh, it I think it sounds like a straight up loop, doesn't yeah, it? it? Does. But it, it is an absolute beauty of a of a loop. Yeah, it would have been nice to have been a longer track, but again, it's got a nice quirky end. Quite clever. Well, I quite think it's one of those stuff. ones that it it kind of it, it does the shortness of it works really well. Yeah, that's true. Not, I don't know if you'd want it to go like to have like a, a chorus and then a verse. It's just. It really it's quite pared down, um, and it just it it suits quite a short thing. But also that the beat sort of changes halfway through. Like well, but the beat itself is the same, but the like the instrumentation changes about halfway through, which is it's subtle, but it's yeah, it's kind of there. It goes a bit darker, but yeah, it's just yeah. the whole the theme of it. Like again, back then I was I was sort of trying to produce music like this and. Dig, like I mean, my digging was kind of in like local charity shops right, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I could only like dream of finding stuff like this to sample, but it really appealed to my kind of lifestyle at the time of just you know being so deep into hip hop and wanting to and finding sort of music to sample. Yeah. And I, I could have quite happily lived that lifestyle of just you know 
digging and digging for records like all day long basically yeah i'm really jealous of that sort of yeah the people who just get to do this that being day. your job basically yeah to... yeah just doing it all day believable steve anything to add on that one before no, we move on just no. uh i scored a four scored a four cool all right uh yeah i gave it a three um so uh let's move on to the next one it's called e-business In the media marker, crashing the darker, bring forth the lighter, light up the BD inhale, stale riders prevail in 1999. So I collaborate with the greatest of all times. Right on rhymes true to what I know I stick to. Who said it was all glitch? Okay, there we go. Another one e-business celebrating um, online retail. <laughs> um the uh sample there is obviously Star of a Story by Heatwave, um, which again is another fairly obvious sample. Yeah, it's well used, nicely yeah, done. Really right. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I love this like so much. It's one of my, I could just like it is an obvious loop, but a I don't know if it was had it been used lots at that at this point in time. I, I don't know personally, um, but yeah. it's I could just I could listen to that loop all day like just forever. Especially the way he does it with the kind of the, the layering up of the filters and. I oh, just throw that kind of, that the way that sort of vocal bit is looped up mm. is just it's just lovely. Yeah, it's right ripe, ripe for sampling, isn't yeah. it? How are you feeling about this, Steve? Yeah, similarly love it. I think it's just so it's got such a nice melodic feel to it. Uh, just those really crisp beats. Back into head nodding territory, yeah. I think with this one. I think I like I think when I get to this track as well, I know that there's a run of like really yeah, it's great tracks good. and that's like, yeah. yeah, it's all good from yeah. here on in. You've got that lovely bit at the end about like the little the vocal sample about like breathing. Or meditating or something, which I always really like, like inhale and exhale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that little bit. Yeah, I love and the beat. The beat's really crisp as well. Yeah. So crisp. Yeah, really like. Yeah, nice. I love it. Jazz Max sounds nice. Got a good hook, and Th I think Thess one sounds probably the best. Um, yeah. I think he's the best rapper on this on this track as well. Yeah. yeah. So scores wise, what are we doing? Five out of five for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a tricky one for me because I've okay. given, like for production, it's five, absolutely. But then I don't, again, like I said, I don't know if I can ever give them five for their rapping, but I'm happy to say five because I, I do I do love this track. Okay, five, well, that's a big ringing endorsement from you two on that one. What about you? I just went three because I didn't really, I don't know, I just didn't grab me. Yeah, you know, nice sample, I like it, crisp beat, but it didn't really jump out at me yeah. in the same way that like Youth Explosion does and that sort of thing, so... Yeah, I think three is a fair, fair score for that for me. I but don't know what, did, what would VAR say about that. You won't find that with FIFA, just with me. That's what they'd say about it. Um, Adrian, any thoughts on that um, over at Stockley Park? Hello, hello. You are? Yeah, I'm... No, okay. Well, never mind. Right, okay. Yeah, the next track is called... Right, I'm going to try and say this right. Zigna Fly and Blow? Yep. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's see that, that one. Okay, this is the obviously the mandatory cannabis. Yeah, they love that Mary yeah, J, they, don't they? Oh, yeah, I read that in the in the research. They absolutely love <laughs> yeah. the old. Got, you've got to have a smoking weed song. I think they said they were their peak at this point as well. They're they just going yeah. nuts at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I've, I've only just really thought of this, but it, to me, it's a, it's a bit of a companion piece to 43 labels I like. Yeah. And that they're both quite um, sparse, simple beats. Only one of them raps on it. 
And it's just, it's a kind of love letter to a particular thing. In this case, smoking hash. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it doesn't outstay its welcome, you know. I think it could have been longer again, but again, like you say, there's a there's a there's a there's a niceness in it being that really short. nice baseline. Oh, it, that baseline is so sweet. Mm. It's a great sample, isn't it? I think it's just another, another fat beat, yeah. and actually the rapping's really intense and they, and, they, and um and pretty hard. So good track. Yeah, well, can I just shock you? I I didn't give this one a very high score. I didn't. Okay. I don't love this one. No, no. I just just plodded along. Sample didn't really stand out. Just a bit dull. Oh. Um, and I'm, um, yeah, and, and sort of cannabis songs, I don't know. They just <laughs> a bit played out. <laughs> a bit played out. But um, yeah, it didn't, didn't grab me, so I gave it two out of five for this one. It just, I felt it was a bit like a filler as well. Okay. Didn't. Oh, no, no. I think VR need to look at your. Um, I can see. There. I can see how a person would come to that conclusion, but yeah, I think it's one of those ones where maybe I'm elevating it a bit because I love the album so much and it's in the part oh, of the good, album. This is a good it, track. It, it, it is. Yeah, it, it is. I don't know what Danny's. It is. You've been smoking something yourself, I think. Uh, not re- No, not recently. But, but it um, is. It, I think it's quite stripped down. There's not. There's not too much yeah. kind of jazziness in it or anything. You know, it's. Pretty straightforward kind of drum that's, beat, but I just think it's I just think yeah. it's nice. I like. I think it. that's my problem with it is that it's just sort of too standard and too kind of dull is the wrong word, but it's just it just it's it's very sort of level. It just yeah. I like the way that Double K raps on it as well, though. Like he's he, I don't know I know it's pretty it's a straightforward kind of you know lyrical themes, but he just sounds really good on it. He, he's think. a bit more intense, I think. That's yeah. what helps. He's really yeah. So he's really passionate about just goes for it. Yeah, cool. Okay, so uh, yeah, I gave it a two. You two. two. I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. Yeah, one, one of the better smoking weed songs, I would say. Yep. Yep, got it. Right, okay, so um, decent scores for that one from you two. We're going to go on to this one now. Uh, it's called uh, July the 3rd. Non-stop action. So that was July 3rd. Um, I was really interested in the story behind this one. Um, yeah. About Thess one getting hit by a van and the driver trying, trying to, to kidnap him. Trying yeah. To, yeah. So is this actually? I've I kind of never really looked into it. I guess is it a true story then that he's yeah. talking about? Yeah. If the internet is to be believed. Yeah. Apparently it is. Apparently it happened to him and he was like he had to go to hospital. And um, yeah, the guy I think must tried to kidnap him maybe to sort of cover it up or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Very very strange. But um, I mean the track itself is, you know fairly good it's got a good beat to it and everything but I was kind of one of those where I was more interested in the lyrics and the content and the story you know because I before I'd listened to it properly I I read that story in the research so right okay um and so then when I I listened to it trying to the story and I was like oh yeah that's pretty decent I think so much in hip-hop when when they're rapping about a story even if it's made up it I think it elevates the story wraps up always the best ones like if every rap could be a story rap yeah yeah I'd be happy yep I mean, there's like the stream of consciousness stuff that some rappers can do really well is also yeah. good. But yeah, the story rapping is brilliant. It just just draws you in. It's just you make more of a connection with it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. even like double like double K tells a much 
more mundane story, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I still really, it's still memorable to me. Yeah, yeah, about him falling out with his girlfriend and then yeah, over a hair, back on over tra- a haircut. <laughs> get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so, uh, this, you know, despite liking the subject matter, um, I did only give it a three, just... Oh, my word. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Why? why? I... I absolutely love this track. Yeah. This this is this I'm not exaggerating here. This is one of my favorite tracks. Do you want to give it one of these? Ever. Ever. Definitely yeah, me, go me on too. Do it. That's bang out of order. <laughs> um, I'd say it's yeah. like it's one of like beat wise it, it's one of my favorite beats of all time. It is just I think it's astonishingly good. Like the bit it it doesn't it it changes throughout. It's got that lovely little flute bit that comes oh, in. I love it's it. Just, it's just, it's the kind of... Um, I think this is their Magnus it's, it's Opus. The pin, it's, it's the kind of pinnacle, like that production style we've been talking about. This yeah. is when it just all comes together. Yes. Perfectly. The drums are beautiful, like the lovely kind of guitar and organ samples. Yep. And, yeah. It just, always I keeps you interested. It. Those samples yeah. are varied all the way through. And it's just, I think this is this is the best People Under the Stairs track ever. It's, it's up there, definitely. It's one of oh, them. Definitely. Yeah, that's, definitely. I find that strange to... Strange opinion, but I just I I, I I think it's just I think it's worth mentioning. It's it's one of those things where you know if I was coming to this today, like Danny is ne- never kind yeah. of been familiar with it, maybe I, I no. might think differently. Yeah, like, but although you know I am willing to mark some of these down as I have been, but I think when an album, I just I for various reasons, I just have a really personal connection with this album. I've listened yeah. to it all this time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've just yeah, I was always back in the day. When I was really, really into this stuff and I cared, I was just always looking for the next album to fall in love with and obsess over. And this was one of them. It was just a really, just have a really intense kind yeah. of connection with it. And just remember all the, all the kind the, that time in my life when I was listening to hip hop as my, that was like the main thing in my life. And yeah, no, I totally maybe get I, that. Maybe I kind of elevate it a little bit well, because of that. But I just have these like very, very fond memories of it. Yeah, and this track in particular, I think it's just like the samples just stood out at the time and it's just like just mind-blowing i think to think yeah what was it yeah 2000 wasn't it yeah, yeah. that rap could sound like this it's just brilliant yeah. I totally i totally get that I, I you know i know that you have attachments to albums and you you know your your experience with them at the time influences you know your opinion on yeah. them going forward so yeah i'm coming at this cold and i can totally understand there's so many albums that we've done that yeah. you know they're yeah. they're special to me but to an outsider for the first yep. time might sound a bit so yeah I'm, I'm approaching this differently but just in general i just didn't find the beat as arresting as this as the rap yeah the story so i just it again it's another kind of middle middle one for me so i gave it three but obviously a five from me and on, five, yeah. on the official yeah, it's a f- five for me absolutely on my official list it's number 11 on my all-time list just in of case you want to know yeah Really? Wow. I mean, I, I haven't got such a list, but I think it would be yeah. it would be like it would be high ranking, definitely. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, with that, um, let's move on to the next one. Um, it's called uh, "Stay Home." Let's start with you, Larry! Larry. What do you think of this one, Larry? Uh, again, just absolutely love it. Like it's, it's going to be exactly the same story as the last one, um, in that yeah, 
it's, it's one of my all-time favorite beats i could listen to that loop absolutely forever and just like the subject matter appealed to me so much at the time it's just about loving hip-hop and wanting to make it yourself basically just being involved in that lifestyle and that's all you yeah. care about it's just really resonated with me and it's so just a so the I think, romance of kind of being like a, a music obsessive, basically. So I, I think this is a really interesting beat, but I, I it's almost like there's almost almost too many layers in this for me to for, for it to like, I don't know. See, to, that, that layers in music is exactly what appeals to me. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like it yeah. hypnotises me just to, lit, to try and separate all the layers in my in my ear. Yeah, for me, it just this track becomes almost too too confusing because of that. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't, I can't feel I can get my head nodding to it in right. a way that I want to. With I just think it's so, it's a really dreamy, kind of, a really dreamy beat. It's not, it's not heavy or hard. It's just kind of thing to listen to at night, basically. It's that, yeah. kind, of, that kind of track. Actually, it's almost like better when they, when there's no, when they don't rap. Because I really like the end again. It yeah. just goes into that little, that yeah. forever. Yeah, that's really, yeah, I love that. It's bit. just a lovely ending. Yeah, I can. I'm. Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying with that one. It's such a great loop. It's, it's a nice sample and everything. Um, I like it. I, I personally felt that it could have done with some drums. I know there's drums there. Oh, I, I just I love it the way. I, like I, it, I think I think like that drums. I think that would just be too much. Like you let yeah. like the music let the music, yeah, kind of speak for itself. And those, like the drums that are there are just really yeah no I, just there to give it a bit of structure. I, I can imagine like he maybe put drums on it and then th- maybe took them off and thought, you know, maybe it doesn't need it. I don't know, yeah. but I just I it feels like it was building up to some drums coming in and I was kind of waiting for them and they didn't kind of come but then maybe yeah obviously maybe it didn't need it but I did but I agree Larry I, I like I like the subject matter I think you know that's what I've noted it down here you know the, the, the being obsessed with hip-hop just yeah like, spending it all day every day staying home yeah making it yeah. Uh, that really appeals to me because yeah it's you, that's I, it you're quite happily yeah. just you just get your headphones yeah. on making a beat and yeah. you you just dis, you, you just disappear for a whole day easily, yeah don't you? and it's something I yeah I would like to have like, to be able to do and stuff so yeah um yeah so, but uh, yeah I gave it a three out of five maybe just because of I gave it a three as well yeah just I think, I think the drum issue I think maybe insurmountable for me mm. oh it's f- five for me five yeah five i think larry's dished out more fives than this one than i've ever heard yeah. more than any other yeah album. yeah 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 deep, deep and actually I'd, i think i i imagined i was going to give more fives than you on this album so that's right. really interesting because mm. i do i yeah. do love this album uh okay we're not got much time here so we need to um move on a bit uh we got uh, a few tracks left on this album okay the next track is called earth travelers here's how it sounds Earth Travellers. I think this is their. Uh, is it one of their most streamed? On yes, I was going to say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I'm not. I do like this track. Yeah. But there's obviously loads of other tracks that are, that are better on the album. This must have made like a compilation on like on a, GTA it, it, or be, something. Either that, or it will be on like a prominent Spotify playlist. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. And I'm just. Me. I'm kind of just looking at the figures here in front of me, like on Spotify. But yeah, it, it appears like it's one of yeah. the biggest ones. It's so far ahead of the others. Yeah. And also, I read somewhere that it was featured that you see you see them making it on that DVD that was on a later album. Yes, I, I mean, I, I, we've all watched that YouTube clip together before, right, like yeah. years and years ago. I remember it of um, if there's one making 
this beat. Yeah, on his little on his MPC. Yeah, so I I love it. I, this is right up my street. This is sort of hip hop production. Is it? Yeah, yeah I know. Well, I mean, I love the beat. Um, it's very jazzy. You know, yeah. great production. I love the chords. I think it's sampled Rhodes chords and stuff yeah. there. Um, yeah, fan fan of that beat. Um, but yeah, I just can't really say much more than that. I just I like the I like the beat. I'm not I, I don't remember much about the rapping or the you know on it. But I think to me it's it's kind of it's more of the same. But it's really good. I mean, I gave it a five out of five. I, right. I, I just again, it's just another loop that I, I can listen to forever. Um, and I think, just as a, as a as a more broad comment, I think this album really benefits from having a really cohesive sound, like and having a single production source. Yeah, I, do, I love albums like like yeah. that. They just sound like yeah. Yeah, me too. I think all I've got hewn that. from the same yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. I think material. I've got that on my notes somewhere as well. Just yeah, it's just oh, it's very, very cohesive. Yeah, I, I love the rumbly bassline on this one. I don't know. I don't know why. It just really, yeah. it just really stands out. And and although it's like, it does. I think this has a slightly grimier sound than some of the other tracks in the album, but it's still funky enough to yeah. Like you said, Larry, I think you know you know it's come from the same. Yeah, I love those, those yeah. high hat, that little high hat pattern is yeah gorgeous on it. So it's just the subtleties of the production. It's just it's a lovely beat. I, I, yeah, I really like that. Let's probably just listen to the instrumental of that. Yeah, but one of the highlights on this track as well, I think, is the way that Double K goes off at the beginning. I think it, 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 his rapping is really yeah. really on point here. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of scores, I couldn't really see any higher than three personally as a hip hop song. <laughs> But I like the beat. I can't. I probably couldn't give a track. Well, I think we're giving it a five. So VA, I'm giving, need to look I'm at giving it a five. But I, I think that's elevated for being part of a brilliant album yeah, and right. its brilliant period of that album. There's a lot of. There's like, a if, lot if, of if fives. You just, like if, you, if you just played this to me as in isolation, never having heard it before, I think I'd probably be more like a three or a four. But. Sometimes yeah. you've got to add your emotion into it. I you think. have, yeah. Because I know clearly... how you feel now. Some of your albums where you've loved yeah. them so much, yeah, and yeah. you cannot be objective. You just yeah. have to go with your gut. Yeah, just coming at it cold. You just can't have that investment, that emotional kind of investment in in tracks. You kind of you just objectively look at it and you think, yeah, this is quite nice, but yeah. it doesn't make me go wow, or it doesn't make the hairs on the back of your neck stand on end. You know, like some you, you love. So, yeah, yeah. Hence the lower scores than you two, but fives. Yeah. Quite high. Yeah. Well, that's bang out of order. No, it's not. Um. So cool. All right. Well. So you two giving it a five. I'm giving it a three. Uh, we're going to move on to the next one now. Um. It's called the cat. I seem to choose a clip that's got no rapping on it. Um, anyway, Steve, you feline this one? I <laughs> see what you've done there. <laughs> it's good. This, this is a single. This is <laughs> Stop laughing at your own soundboard. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, this was the single off the album. I don't, was it? I don't know that I would have like chosen it as a single. Yeah. But obviously, you know, I still think it's a, it's a good track. It like the start is quite deceiving because you think you're going to get like a really hard beat, but it isn't. It's quite a funky, fresh, fresh track, I yeah. think. Um, and it's nice, nice, nice the way, all the way through. Harry, yeah, I, again, I absolutely love this, and I, I think again, it, it's just um, 
the whole lens section of this album is just perfect. I think it's it, this is probably one of the lesser tracks, but I still really highly rate it. It's right. just really mellow, lovely mellow beat. That snare's lovely. Um, and again, my thoughts on this are just tied up with my kind of headspace yeah. at the time. I can't separate that from it. Um, it's it's funny, isn't it? I the, love the, it. Like the more I listen to you speak, the more I realise that this is an album that does finish really strongly, and we don't always talk yeah. about that do we well no, i also no. think like and again i'm probably giving fest one too much credit I'm, I'm sure it's both of them being involved in it right but then he's not just a good digger and producer of beats he also because he's such a lover and student of music yeah. he knows how to sequence an album yeah. right yeah. and this track belongs at this point Right. In this album it just sounds like it yeah. belongs here near near the end with the next one being a much more hyped yeah. up kind of thing just, yeah i love i think that is noteworthy yeah, you, that's you, why it's a good album he knows how to sequence it properly you've got to keep the attention haven't you all the, all the way to the end and, and he, he does know how to do that definitely yeah, yeah. and it's, it shows how musically aligned we are though sometimes because i've got i've said to exactly yeah. the same things as you quite mellow yeah quite mellow beat and i love the snare yeah i'm really jealous that he finds yeah. these snares like it's yeah. just yeah I love it so yeah great drums on this one um, yeah again it's just it's a bit like Earth Travelers it's just a bit I don't have the same investment in it so I can't give it any more than the three um, but understand that it's a really solid nicely made track good chords good sampling good yeah. beats good rapping I just um, don't have that connection but yeah I can totally get why you, you know you'd like this one yeah I gave it a four I didn't give it a five I gave it a five Okay, yeah, I just I gave it a three. Um, that's cool. Okay, so that's the cat. We're coming to the end of the album now. Um, this is the last track we're going to be playing. Obviously, there's another track after this called Fredly Advice. Um, we won't be playing that one, but guys, if you want to share any thoughts about that one at the end, um, do so. But uh, this one is called uh, We'll Be There. Okay, that's will be there. Now, when I first heard that one, I could have swore I knew that what the sample was. I, right. rec I recognize it, but then I, I don't. I don't know what it is. But it yeah. sounds like the sort of track that I've sampled myself in some right. of my tracks before. Yeah, that little saxophone thing yeah. going you've, on. You've yeah. got quite a Fez one sort of production style personally I think, I think this is what you're drawn to yeah you do, you yeah do like and it. i'll just make a, a a note to people if if you don't know the the beats that you sometimes hear in the background to these podcasts i'm not sure if we still do them these days but they, the beats. they're all your they're your yeah. beats aren't they yeah like danny produces these beats like he's in, incredible at it and i think it's it's in this tradition of fest one style Beats. It's very, very, very kind of you to say that, that, Larry. And yeah, it is. I'm, I'm very influenced by this sort of production, Thess One, um, particularly. Yeah, looking for those sort of samples that have kind of got quite quirky and quite. Yeah. I don't know. They come from that kind of library music. Yeah, he samples of, a lot of library, lot of library music. Yeah, stuff, you can hear it in yeah. the in the 43 labels I like. Track. Yeah, um, and you know theme tunes to old 70s songs. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I'm looking for those kind of those sort of samples. So yeah, I'm glad you kind of uh, noticed that. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I, lo I love this sample. Um, I love yeah, I love the, nice. the sax samples. I love the drums and the filtered bass line. And uh, the, uh, I've even in my notes, I this is the sort of hip hop I'd make. <laughs> like this yeah. is exactly what I would make. Um, 
So uh, I, do, I think the only thing that lets us down is I don't think it was that memorable lyrically, but you know, I just focus right in on that music and I think it's such a lovely, lovely bit of production. Um, so yeah, I, again, it's not yep. three, but just because I can't. You said all that and you gave it a three. Yeah, yeah that's, that's mad. That's, that's mad, mad to me. This is a catchy that number. But it's like, yeah, but the thing is, I love the beat. I just, it needs to be married to lyrics and vocals I love as well yeah. for it to be a four or a five. But don't you think, like aesthetically, it does it's closing out the album really nicely as well? And again, yeah. it's another another example. I think probably the third time where the the ending is really created, yeah. creative by Theth. Um, yeah, just drawing everything gently to a close. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's a good, good closer. Stuff. Like a you know, I know there's another track, but the proper track. It's yeah. a good. It's a good closer. It's got a nice kind of yeah. end of the night but, erection section feel to it. <laughs> but um, yeah. but yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but again, it just doesn't blow me away. So I can't really justify giving it a four or five. Yeah, for me, this is, probably, this is the last proper track. I think the, the the next track is is nice and it's got like a hidden thing at the end. But yeah. I, it's, for me, this is this is where I'm starting to wind down and think yeah. it's, it's coming to a close. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. This, this is my favourite track on the album. Is it? Save the Best Till Last. Oh, is wow. it your favourite track? Yeah, wow. I, I love it. I think um, th- this... This will be a controversial opinion, but I think that horn loop mm-hmm. is yep. second only to Troy. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is wow. the second best horn loop in hip hop. That's that's a, that's quite a take. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, but I can't. So yeah, all right. It is. It's that's quite great. a good claim, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's a few famous ones, but. The beat, just the, the beat, just everything about the beat is perfect. It's just, it's the culmination of all these things we've been talking about, about their production style. Yeah. And their, like the, the, the themes as well. It's just a continuation of being, it's just about hip hop. Like he talks about like chilling with my best friend whose name's MPC. Yeah. I just, I just identify with that so, so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. All right. So yeah, I'll give it a three. So what you, what did you? Five. Five. Four. Okay, fair enough. These are bit, I've given straight fives for one, two, three, four, five. This is unprecedented. Five, tra- five tracks unprecedented. in a row, and there was another, and there was there was a four, and then a five before that as well. Wow. Hey! Hey! So it's nice to, to have an album where you actually, or we, or you two collectively, yeah, are enthusiastic about it because there's so many of these we like. Oh, this is a rubbish one. And yeah, like, just like, this is such a good album. I mean, this is. I was thinking like this. If I was trying to think of some Desert Island Discs, this this would be up there for 100%. me. Hundred percent. I think it's in my it's probably it's probably it's top ten adjacent all time hip hop yeah. album. Yeah. Alright, well we better crack on. Anything to say about friendly advice while we're no. here? Or, or should we move on to J Live? Only that there's a there's a hidden track on it. Yeah. And right it's shout outs, isn't it? Yeah. And it's and it's the same sample as Fall in Love from Slum Village. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm not familiar with that. Which but, um, obviously a JD production. Interesting to see how two greats of the MPC yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. flipped that same sample. And yeah. They're both brilliant. Cool. Okay, right. Well, uh, with that in mind, we will uh, move on from this album. We're going to move on and talk about J Live's The Best Part. So uh, join us in a moment. Hip Hop World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. Up. 
Okay, uh, welcome back to Hip Hop World Cup, the playoffs. Um, we're in the middle of a battle royale between uh, people under the stairs, a question in the form of an answer, and J Live's the best part. Um, we've just done uh, the People Under the Stairs album, we're moving on to J Live now. Um, and uh, it's the debut studio album by J Live. Uh, it was recorded between 1996 and 1999, but eventually released in 2001 after several delays and label shenanigans. Well, released probably by J Live on bootleg because yes. Larry and I both own the vinyl, um, which Larry obviously got from Onion Heart. Yeah. I've got no idea where I got mine from, um, but it's, they're probably worth quite a bit of money these days. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know where mine. Yeah. You can't see this here, uh, listeners, but you can't see this, but Steve's clutching a copy of the vinyl. Fondly clutching. Fondly clutching a copy of the bootleg uh, album. This is the only vinyl I've ever bought in my right. life. Only album? Wow. wow. Got hundreds of CDs, but... Also worth mentioning that the the official release that came out in 2001 has additional tracks that this bootleg one doesn't have. Yeah, like an extra four tracks, I think. And I, I don't regard them as canonical <laughs> <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> But we're going to follow the 2001 album we are tracks, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we're going to follow so. that, um, the one that's available on Spotify. So, But the, um, the, the, the reason that we bought this final, because that's the only way to get hold of it, there, right, was, there yeah. was no CD available before yeah. 2001. Yeah, and to any younger listeners out there listening, um, a vinyl is a sort of a round disc of, sort of wax yeah. uh, that contains music. It's like a, a bigger CD. But it's black. Yeah. Um, we like used a, to, it's like all we had like back in the day. It's like a really, it's like a big physical MP3. Yeah, isn't like a big it? physical MP3. Um, it's all we had back in the day, um, and they're you know really heavy. We had to go down to the local uh, shop and uh, and carry it home, physically carry it home, and then play it. So. Um, and that was part of the fun, of course. Yes, of course yes. it was. Yeah, I mean, but Larry the, spent his Saturdays just yeah, <laughs> rooting through part of the fun was on your way home on the bus. Yeah. Looking, looking at, at the it. inlay exactly yeah, Imag- yeah. imagining what it might sound like yeah and the actual physical act of going and buying it in a shop just has been lost i think a lot by a lot of today's youth but this yeah. is a whole different conversation yeah. we could get we could go down that rabbit hole um right okay let's get stuck into that before i uh, we do i'm gonna say that we, we're skipping the first track which is called uh outside looking it's a kind of an extended intro-y thing uh, we're going to move on to track two, which is called Intro. Okay, that's uh, Intro, which is the intro to the album uh steve i know you two are quite keen to talk about this well, i was yeah, going to skip it but yeah there was a debate like should this be included because it, it isn't really we tend a, to skip a proper out track. sort of little interstitial kind of bits don't we yeah we do this had to be talked about them for two reasons the first for me is it just tees up the album so well yeah it's kind of the vibe that you get from the track and secondly which are going to steal what you're going to probably mm. say larry which is this probably should have been wrapped over it's, it's good too enough. good i mean a it's too good a beat not to talk about because it's like astonishingly good i think yeah um and i was kind of yeah just wondered to myself like could it take a lyric because some not all beats yeah. can have yeah. a lyric on it like we've talked about one before which was on uh commons album resurrection is like a, what's the instrumental on that uh called? it's it's the one before check the method yeah isn't it but um, you i kind of it's incredible but you think i can't imagine a rapper on this it just doesn't doesn't feel like it would take one but this i think it could take a rap 
I think it could. I think it's quite wasted as an intro. I think it really it's a is. Really good beat, like a nice uh, sample and just yeah. proper head nodder. Um, yeah. In fact, I would have whacked this right at the start, first track. Yeah. With some lyrics on it. Yeah. A got, short, got rid of that short stupid... little intro, yeah. spoken word intro, 10 yeah. seconds long, and then into this. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, as it stands, so it hasn't got a rap on it. Um, it's the intro. I have scored it. I don't know if you've scored it. I have scored it. I gave it yeah. give it four out of five. Me too. Yeah. Steve, four. Four five, I just yeah. wanted to mention as well the producer of it because I I never really sort of knew who produced any of these until I kind of yeah. looked at it recently. I was thinking, oh, this. I assumed this was J Live producing it himself, but it's like a it's someone called something like M A uh, Alaquiva. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. yeah I looked right, him up. I Actually, I've, I've got I've got some stuff on him. Well, I, I tried to look him up. Is he the same person who is now like a film producer yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, he's got is four, it, four Emmys. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Right, and he, and he appears to have only produced stuff on this album. Yeah, yeah. and they're and like he's a good, good, yeah. good producer. Yeah, with no other credits. In like, fact, that's all. That's all my uh, stuff on him. Yeah. to be honest with you. But um, but yeah, that that was quite interesting. Very sort to me. of premiere inspired. Yeah, beat. yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the intro. Uh, I didn't score it, but um, we're going to come on to the first track proper now, which is called uh, Got What It Takes. We go, that's uh, Got What It Takes, produced by 88 Keys. Uh, Steve, let's have it. What, what do you think about this? Well, I was hoping you were going to ask me, has J-Life got what it takes? Oh, has J-Life got what it takes? Yeah, he has, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, uh, so, like, we, we we can say straight away, can't we, that he is a far superior rapper than yes. S1 and Double, and double K. Yeah. I, I concur. Um, and um, almost, like, you could go as far as saying one of the most underrated rappers that that probably you know how many people who are listening to this podcast will have owned this album or any other J Live albums but you get, every time you listen to J Live you get quality rapping he, he he can do it all I don't think there's like any type of rapping that, that he can't kind of put yep. his put his mind to he he's he's as clever with his rapping as this one is with his, his producing which I've said said already but um, this this track I don't think showcases um, the production quite so well as the rest of the album. It's a little bit kind of annoying in places. Yeah. But we've got some amazing producers that are producing for him because I think he is so good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I first heard him, and I think the first track I heard was Them That's Not, which comes later, which we will talk about, and just my jaw being on the floor. And I just remember thinking, like, that he's he's like a sort of second coming. Yeah. Like, this is... I'm, I remember kind of thinking, he sounds like he's from... He should have been one of the classic golden era rappers. It's got, it's got like, a kind of native tongues yeah. kind of thing to it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He raps. I totally agree he's with that. very got, clever. Yeah. And you, you just... Yeah. You, like, it was, it was when... Someone, it was like when someone like Mad Skills came along. You think this is a next, this is like an evolution of yeah. rapping. This is yeah. the, this is the real deal. Very he's clever. he's like an evolution. He feels like a, the next phase, but he also feels like he's from that school. He of feels like he's from that classes. Yeah, school. He, I yeah. think he's a newer version of Big Daddy Kane, and he referenced Big Daddy he, Kane. He as, flows as so well, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he yeah. flows really well. He's a really really proficient rapper, um, and yeah, I 
I really like him actually. I can I can imagine him. I, I can imagine liking him had he been around probably yeah. in that era that yeah. I, where I was into hip hop. I think yeah, he just he came just he was just a little bit too just young. Just a little bit yeah, a little bit too out, late. Just born out of time slightly. Yeah, he could have been one of the greats. But like we said, like he was. He was kind of making waves from about sort of ninety six. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'll let it I think like the the, the rapping is fine, but the, I, I, the production here doesn't mm. quite hit the hit. It from I think it's hard, it's long as well. It's yeah. it's, it's yeah. like five and a half minutes for a. I think I think I've got that right um, yeah. for a a two bar loop basically. Yeah. There are some variations in there, but it's just a bit. It's very of its time as well, yeah. I think. That's that's pretty much my thoughts on it. It's kind of like a real head nod. And when it comes on, you kind of nod your head because the beat's quite good. Like, but um, yeah, it's, it's a bit repetitive, a bit kind of dry. Um, but I do like the KRS-One sample on the, yes, on the yeah, chorus, really which good. I love because yeah, taking that little acapella bit at the start of uh, yeah. that like they didn't know. But um, yeah, it wouldn't have been my choice for the first proper track, put it that way. I would have put that bit put it a bit later. Yeah, I maybe. Yeah, I agree, yeah. definitely. But yeah, so I, was, I, but I liked it enough to give it a three. Yeah, um, I gave it a, th- a th- I, well. The rapping would get a four, but yeah. I think overall it probably is a three. Yeah, it's yeah. a three, three for me as well. Five. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, right. Let's move on to the next track. It is called "Don't Play." Right, that one's uh, Don't Play, which is bad advice because I really like this one. But um, let's start with you, Steve. What what do you think? Yeah, it's, this is lovely, isn't it? I think um, I think you get a lot of braggadocious rapping from, from J-Live and you, and you certainly get it on here. Um, but everything about this track, I think, is just fantastic. I think the, the drums are great. I think that sample is quite catchy without yeah. being too, too annoying. Um, and yeah, Jay just really flows on here. So I think he, I think the way he flows combined with the beat make you nod your head, which is so important in hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Harry? Yeah, I think it ties in what, with what I was saying about it being like a bit of an evolution of hip hop in that I don't think it's it's an obvious child of hip, of the earlier hip hop, but you wouldn't have heard this in 93 yeah, or 94. Point, yeah. It's just yeah. a different, like, the, like the, the, the drum pattern. I know it's just a loop, but... It's different, and the like the instrumentation, like that the sort of Spanish guitar in there, it's just it's not the kind of not the kind of sounds that you would have heard put together like this a few years earlier. Well, you say that, but to me, it sounds very much like running. Far side, side. I, that is the one. It's the one, the one track. Oh. Yeah, it yes. sounds a bit like, and it's obviously because that that yeah. sampled. Uh, I think it was Stan Getz or yeah. somebody like that from that bossa nova kind of Brazilian. Yeah. And this one does as well. Yeah, um, it's, but it's, just, yeah. it's it re- really nice instrumentation and a hook. Um, yeah, and again, a, a really great vocal performance. Like you can't really go wrong with him. Um, yeah, just yeah, yeah. No, I flows like beautifully. Absolutely right. I've got a lot of don't play stuff. Uh, this is the one. This is the one that I focus a lot of my <laughs> attention on because I really like it. So you do. As soon as, I, as soon as I heard it, I felt like I'd heard it before. Because it was so sort of catchy, I don't think I had. I just sort of gravitated towards it. I love, I love how they interpret the sample because it's Portuguese. So it's Brazilian yeah. Portuguese, 
but they've interpreted it to what it sounds like they're yeah. saying in English, yeah. which they're not. But he's yeah. and he sings over yeah. it to make sure you know that. Yeah. It, so I really like that. I think that's really inventive. It's really catchy that sample they've got for the chorus, and it's it, in fact it's it's stuck in my head for the after I heard it for the first time. It just stuck in my head for the whole day. Yeah, because um, yeah. it's an actual earworm. It sticks in my head. I thought initially I thought the sample was Astrid Gilberto, um, who I really like and I used to listen to a lot when I was at university, weirdly, but um, it's actually Sergio Mendes, uh, Sergio Mendes, trio. yeah, um, and it's just really clever. And, and the beat is unusual, as you say, it's a mm. kind of a weird pattern, but it yeah. works. Um, and he flows on it really well. You can yeah. tell it's just sort of it's a sort of like track. Imagine it just pours out like of you. The, yeah, like when you when you hear a beat like that, you just you yeah. know what you're doing with yeah. it straight away. Yeah. I just, I really I. It's not five out of five, but it's I really like it. Yeah, you know, um, I've often wondered that. It's like if you when you get in the studio and you hear a beat, that it just brings out the best in you, just because it is just so good, it just enables yeah. you to flow so much more smoothly yeah. over. I, I don't know. I think it is. I think you've got some beats you've got to try harder on, and, and you know you don't yeah. get. And the, the, I think magic. because it's because like that drum that drum pattern forces a certain kind of rhyme yeah. scheme as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So yeah, that 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 one gets a big. For me, because I, lo- I love it. Oh, it's not five out of five. Don't get me wrong, but I've given it a four. I yes. gave it. I gave it five. Four for me. Four. Yeah. Nice one. All right. So let's um, let's move on from uh, "Don't Play" to a track called "Vampire Hunter J." Here's how that sounds. With a cure when opportunity knocks, he locks doors to ensure outlast the prescribed expiration. The reign of the undead is self preservation. He feeds off the lives of others, but not with fangs and your juggler. He uses the drugs and gun smugglers, leaving the trail of mindless. Um, so that was a track called Vampire Hunter J, um, produced by Grap Lover, which is Pete Rock's younger brother. If you didn't know, yeah, he is brilliant. Not so much on this track, yeah. but he is, yeah, you can hear that he's sort of influenced by his brother and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the thing that stood out to me about this track. But um, do you want to go, who, like, Larry? What yeah, I, I, I always kind of thought that I really liked this one. It's one of, one of my sort of traditional favourites, but listening to it again more recently, it, I think it's actually a bit boring yeah, for me. That's exactly what I've put my, in yeah. my notes. It's like, this feels like a really dull track. Yeah, I, I don't even yeah. know. Don't know why. I don't know if it's just the like the atmosphere on the track or. Yeah, or, it's kind of. I don't know. I, I, it's the kind of thing that I would have liked a lot more at the time, when I was kind of into sort of all the Def Juxy type of yeah things. It's quite sinister. Uh, suits the subject quite sinister. Matter. A bit sort of like the company flow kind of right. Yeah, sort of vibe. Um, but it, it's fine. It doesn't outstay its welcome. Um, I kind I, I, I did sort of try looking at the lyrics. Like over the last couple of days, and I yeah. can't quite. It's each. I think he's just talking about what you could broadly describe as the man. Right, probably <laughs> most of them. I are, think. Yeah, yeah. Although he is, I, th- I think he's a five percenter, and right. maybe there's a bit of, it, of that in there. I don't okay. know. I didn't study that, it close enough to know no. one way or the other. But um, you but know, yeah. Steve, what this is no, about? No, I don't. I just. And I, so I scored this a four because I think. I remember liking it lots yeah. and thinking, yeah. I want to score this a three, but I can't because I remember liking it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. like quite conflicted on this on this track. So, and also, so, you know what you're saying about um, question the film answer. It just you could just it all came from the same studio, all yeah. kind of fits together. It's like questionable. Like, does this really fit? This one does. This is this is the flaw of the album, isn't it? Is that it's multiple producers and yeah. it doesn't quite feel as coherent. It can work sometimes, but sometimes yeah. it doesn't 
Um, I think yeah, I think that's the weakness of definitely of this album. Yeah, I I I'm not mad keen on this beat at all. I think it's a bit sort of boring, and yeah, repetitive. But I was I was more fascinated by the fact that it was produced by Grap Lover, <laughs> yeah. who I have a really deep kind of connection with because he was part of INI as well. Um, right, the group okay. INI who released Faking uh, Jacks, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Twice and yeah. Props and all that. Absolutely love, brilliant album. Love that album, and um, so I obviously it's somebody I'm very interested in, and I just wish it was a bit better, um, but. But it's not. So I, yeah, I, I, I only gave it, but I did give it a three out of five because I think it's a very proficient hip hop track. Yeah, you know, it ticks all the right boxes. It yeah. just yeah. doesn't grab me. Um, what did you score it? I gave it a three point five, which probably a little bit generous. Should have been a three already, but I'll, I'll stick to what I gave it. Yeah, four. mine was a two generous four. Generous four. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to the next track now. It's uh, called Yes. Come to find out, he on your street team undercover. Well, if that ain't the pot calling the ghetto for the sea party, smooth move, X Lax, who said you ain't shit? You need to come to grips with the fact that you're slipping. Shooting off the mouth, but forgot to put your clip in. Meanwhile, somewhere on the east side of Top Pat, truly your flat and Right, yeah. Okay, Larry, is that a yes from you? It's definitely a yes from me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a little thing to mention first. I really love the, the segue between. Vampire Hunter J and this track, which is like it's like a big band jazz kind of number, right? Yeah, I've always just loved that. And I thought to my, I've never managed to kind of track down what mm. it is, but it's like, oh wow, is is there like a whole world of big band music yeah. that I would really like, or is, is that just a really good yeah. example? Of it might it anyway. was, are you sure it wasn't Jive Bunny? I could have been actually, yeah, the master mixes, <laughs> yeah, the master mixes, quite possibly. Yeah, Any anyway, I, this, one of my favorite beats on the album. Um, and it's more like really great rapping from Jay. Um, I always had it in my head for some reason that this p- was produced by Spinner. Sounds like a Spinner beat to me. Uh, or a little what, bit, yeah. Um, that kind of um, like the vibraphone kind of yeah. bit. Anyway. Well, I think that's that's pretty Pete Rockish actually. The, the vibraphone. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a great beat. But yeah, it, it's another produced by uh, M. A. Alaquiva, mm. um, and. Yeah, it's, just, it's got a really classic kind of feel to it. Um, lovely, like, boom-bappy drums. Uh, the horn on the chorus. It's, it's very, yeah, like it's very Pete Rockish. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 this is a great track, I think. As yeah. good as anything from the old days, really. Yeah. Steve? Yeah, I, I'm pretty much echoing what Larry's saying, really. That lovely jazzy start to the track. And what I like, though, is, is when it gets to the chorus, the kind of beat just, I don't know, changes up. It's just a little bit different. I think yeah. that's, that's quite that's yeah. quite cleverly Love done. Love a beat switch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's sort of more chords coming at that point, don't mm. they? And we shouldn't, I, I don't I don't have anything specific to comment, but I, the rapping, again, is just really great on this. He's good at the yeah. old rapping, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Just, like, it's, it's another one where I don't know what it is about me, but I tend to... Like the way I spoke about the People Under the Stairs album, you would think that I would be a big, a bigger fan of theirs, but I'm not. I, I remember their second album coming out, and it just not quite clicking with me. But yeah. listening to it the other day, I was Third. like, I've missed a trick. Yeah. Because it's, and all of their stuff is really good. I think maybe I just got a, it's just a bit too much of the same old thing. Yeah. And again with Jay Live, I've never bothered to check out any of his later stuff and oh, I think again I sort stuff. of I moved away from hip hop a, a, a bit yeah. after about 2004 yeah. or something like that but yeah. I'm thinking why am I not a bigger J Live fan yeah. why don't I investigate 
more of his stuff. I probably should. Yeah, probably should. Yeah, because he had some quite a few albums after this. Didn't he? There's yeah. two really good albums after this one. I can't remember the. the uh, there's then what happened, uh, yeah. and another one I can't remember off the top of my head, which are really good. Yeah, albums, really I, I, did, I think yeah. I did get his follow up at the time, and it's for, again for some reason, some albums just don't jive with you in the same way, or at that point in your life, you don't sort of quite. Yeah, yeah. Get into them, but yeah, absolutely. But anyway, yes, yeah, for this one, uh, I, just, I like the vibe sample and the drums, but yeah, ultimately not for me, not not anything better than a three. So that's right. what I've given it. Um, and, and as for the Mi Alaquiva gentleman, yeah, he is. Can we can we get him back? Yeah, at movies. Think, well, based on what Larry thinks of it, I think he needs to spend less time making Emmy award winning. Yeah. Get TV back, get, get back to obscure get underground yeah, pop. Exactly. Makes no money. Exactly. If you're listening, MI, uh, please do that. Please uh, make your uh, long awaited return to hip hop. Um, thank you. All right. Uh, so I give it a three. Four from me. Or four. Four. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next one, uh, which is called Them That's Not. In a couple minutes, expand the pockets of your girl's hands. Holding it, I see your shorty staring at me on the guest line. But these four backstage are doing me just fine. All five, that's for my team on the request line. So if you stress me, I can tell you through the grapevine. It's like this them that's got it, I get them that's not salute. But man, you got it, Hey, that's called them that's not. Before we get stuck into that one, I just want to check in with uh, Gianni Infantino uh, to see how, how, are you, how are you feeling, Gianni? Today I feel. Uh, Gay. Lovely stuff. Thank you for that. Um, so, uh, Larry, what do you think about them that's not? This is his most streamed track on Spotify. Yeah, so I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. I think oh. that this to me, oh, are you like, are you going to say this is not a good track? I, I, I think this is a track that's that I feel conflicted about. Right. Okay. Because I, I'm glad you said that. I've got I've got some them that's not thought. So go. Yeah. You go first, Larry. Okay. Well, to me, it's the best track on the album. I think it's one of the, one of my all-time favorite tracks and it's the, it's one of the few what i would call jfk moments in hip-hop for me which is i remember i will never forget when i first heard this track which was that aaron in onion heart played it for me off of this out this album and in fact the album that i bought was his personal copy that i begged him to sell me at the time shouts going out to onion heart shouts going out to aaron at onion heart um and we were just like we just I remember listening to it and the two of us just not saying a word through the whole thing because it was just like nothing I'd kind of heard before really like the way it's just so such a clever piece of beat making yeah that's exactly the way it speeds up at the beginning and slows down at the end I will give you that and I just I love it I love it love it love it it's just the drums are so crisp the invoke the dexterity in the vocals is incredible um so yeah, I, it's just I, I, it's technically advanced compared to yeah. what we would have heard a few years ago. It's yeah. just elevating the art form. But but I I would I would counter that by saying yes, it's clever. Um, yeah, it's good, good rapping. But it it's it annoys me. I think it's something that just it irritates me with the beat uh, speeding up, slowing down. That just doesn't doesn't sit very 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 well with me. I I know it's a good track. That, does that make sense? Like I know this yeah. is a clever. Track. I get I get what you mean. I, I've got tracks like that, but for me, but it I'm just, almost it like hits thinking all the right spots. I just want to click skip because I just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't resonate enough with me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Like I, I can I, I can understand, like I know it's I know why it's his most streamed track on Spotify because it's very interesting. Yeah, it's very and different. The story as well. The story, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's really different. You can you can. 
tell that it's sort of pushing the envelope for hip hop. Yeah. Um, it the way the beat speeds up and goes back down again. Very clever, J Live, keeping up with that tempo change yeah. and just and showing his dexterity. I think it's absolutely extraordinary. I'm not gonna take anything away from that. Um, but I just I don't know. It just for me, it just feels like it was trying a bit too hard to be different and right. clever and show and a bit showy offy, and it didn't resonate with me. And I think think the, one of the main reasons why it doesn't resonate with me because it's not actually as sophisticated as it sounds yeah because the, I get because that. the sample it's like one note he's yeah. transposed up and down yeah. which is fine it's not well it sounds like it's one that like, it's not it's that all of those hits are individual hits from the source material right I thought that as yeah. well. I thought it was just pitched so they down, are but it's not. Selective not that that necessarily no, no. makes it any better, but it's not quite that. No. It sounds to me like, yeah, that's okay. Well, I thought it was like a single note yeah. pitched up and down, which is which is fine. But it just doesn't like. It's not. I don't just don't think it's as clever as it's kind of trying to be. Um, but Jay Live's vocal dexterity yeah. it is absolutely incredible. Yeah. The way he flips the lyrics yeah. and keeps up with the ch- tempo changes. And it's this complete and utter command of the his vocals across this track. Yeah, it takes some skill. Absolutely extraordinary. So I can understand why it's the most. I think track. though, it's even one, when you, probably his most celebrated track. Yeah, but even even when you strip away the kind yeah. of the fan, the technical yeah. speeding up and slowing down bits, just the main beat itself to me just sounds like, like it's just a classic piece of boom bap. When it gets Golden to the bit, that, when it gets to the right the yeah. tempo, that yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. It's, yeah, it's it's decent. And it's another Grap Lover uh, production yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm impressed by it, but not blown away by yeah. it. Does that make sense? I get it? that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, obviously it loses, you know, some of its um, appeal over the years with repeat listening. But yeah, I'll just, I just I honestly never forget the first time yeah. I heard that and being just so yeah. blown away by but it. But then you've got that personal connection to yeah. it, yeah. That, that memory. Yeah. And I can totally understand you loving yeah. it in that way. And just thinking, how do the... I don't understand... To this day, I don't understand how you do that on, yeah. a, on an MPC. No. It, it, yeah. It's, it's a programming sequence. And bearing in mind, I had one at the time. It's like, yeah. I d- like you could only dream of doing it's that. It's the sort of thing that you give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just thought, yeah, I remember like... I think I've very few times I've ever felt like that here in a hip-hop track. Thinking, yeah. you know, this is What's just... What's the point? Yeah. Like envelope pushing. Yeah. And Time's Up by OC as well. And I just... Yeah. Just... Hearing it, it's like brilliant. Uh, okay, so that yeah, so damn, that's not. So what are you giving it? That's five. Three. Three, yeah, I'm the same, three. Um, so yeah, a big... I'm mad surprised by big that. Big thumbs up. From, from you, yeah. Steve, especially. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's bang out of order. Right, okay, we're going to move on to the next track now. It's called Kick It To The Beat, which is produced by the one and only Pete Rock. Let's have a listen. Be honking, running game and double talking. You to death until there's very little left. So let me not have step and tell you off the top why you can uh uh get it, get it, and don't stop. I love your voice. It's like music to my ears. Love the way that you feel. Enough to bring a man to tears. I love your body, your booty banging like boom. Love to see you at parties the way you captivate the room. When we first met, I had to do a double take. Let's take it to the beat. As as perhaps the biggest Pete Rock fan in the room. He is he is my favourite hip hop producer of all time. Yeah. Um I'm gonna speak first. That that is not classic Pete Rock. Oh, good. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's not a classic Pete Rock beat. Um but I can hear it's I can hear the Pete Rockness of it. It's that road sample is lovely. I really like it. 
okay? Um, but it's not, it's a bit more subtle than, usual, than Pete Rock would normally well, do. The drums. I, so I was going to ask you yeah. too, because like, you know more about production than I do, is is that I felt like there was something missing yes. from this. I'll tell you, yeah, yeah. I tell you felt exactly like it stripped why. something back, like a baseline or something. My opinion of this was that it sounds like one of those beats that never quite gets started. Yeah. Right. And the reason for it, I'm just listening to it now, the bass line only comes in for a little bit every, at the end of every four bars. Yeah, that, yeah. That, so, so it break. always... The break that comes in. So it, yeah, so it always feels like it's resetting every yeah. four bars, and it just never. It's just. Oh, it's, it's, it's a very it's a bit discombobulating. Track, yeah, he hasn't put a proper beat to it. He has a beat that kind of is there, yeah. subtly bubbling. Yeah, and then it kind of kicks in a, that bit with the bass line comes in, but then it goes back to the yeah. first bit. But yeah. I think it's a waste because that rose sample yeah. is actually really nice. Yeah, and very deep rock. really nice. I just think he could have done more with it. It's yeah. like it's just half finished, yeah, isn't it? It's like do you think he forgot to finish it? I don't. Well, you kind of you almost think. Because this is one of those tracks that was added for the official release, so right. I, I've never had a much right. of a relationship with it, and it's yeah. always been a skipper for me. And you just wonder what the circumstances behind it was, whether it's just like, look, I will take any beat you've got, Pete, because yeah. I know that that will guarantee me some yeah. sales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, fine, you can have this one. You know, I'm probably just, this is probably complete nonsense, and I'm sure both of them love the, love the track, but... Just feels like a bit of a cast off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the guest rappers are on there, pretty nice actually. Yeah, they're, they're two rappers that I've never heard of again. But yeah, I've, I've got one job. of my notes here is uh, yeah, big fan of Asheru, yeah. who I really like the way he kind of comes in on his verse. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think they're on J Live's level though, are they? No, they're not. Absolutely not. But just a strange track all round, really, and a bit yeah. kind of. When I saw there was a Pete Rock track on this, I was like, oh, yeah, lovely stuff. But yeah, not one of his best. So I, but you know, I, especially given that so many of the other tracks are obviously classic era Pete Rock yeah. influenced. Yeah, yeah. So I, I gave it a three because I still quite like the road sample. And I like Ashru and all that. But, you know, that was, that was being, being yeah, generous. I gave, I gave it a two. two. Steve? Uh, I gave it a four. I think, I don't know, bit, a, a bit of bias there, but yeah. That's fair enough. If you like it, you like it. Uh, let's get moving now. We've got another one here. It's called uh, Wax Paper, produced by Prince Paul. Okay, that's Wax Paper. Uh, Steve, yeah, I, I love this, but I need some like help from you two because it's like it's like so. Principal is the producer on this, and he, and he takes like it's almost like a Christmas sound. So there's just like some bells and some like little xylophones in there. Yeah, but he makes it sound really good because well, Christmas could be like I really think, irritating. I don't think it is that. I, I I've made a note that it's a clever <laughs> beat flip because he I think all he's doing is ju he's just sampling that bit from the intro of whatever that's a Bernard Wright track Jeans isn't it yeah it's it's, it's, um, it's the yeah. same one that Snoop uses on Jeans and Hustlers Jeans and Hustlers or something ah, yeah, like yeah so I think he just kind of uses a little bit of that and sort of stretches it out or yeah. does something kind of quite clever with that so that's what that's kind of what it is um it just sounds cool. That beat sounds cool. It is a really good beat, and the and the rapping on here is storytelling rapping. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that that again makes makes it um, uh, elevates it above some of the other tracks on the album for me. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the thing with the story though, because I never really it was only this morning that I thought I'm going to see what the lyrics are, and 
it's one of the tracks on this album that Spotify has the lyrics for. Right. I, I kind of, so I read along with the lyrics as, as it was going, and I don't quite understand what he's going on about. It's obviously, it's a metaphor where he talks about somebody, him, I think, who is, who wants to be a killer, like an assassin, but it's actually all of the kind of, um, all of the kind of stuff that he's talking about relate to like turntables, yeah, like tone arms and like the the lights and like, that you get on a on, on a Technics twelve hundred. Yeah, it's all very specific, and talking about scratching and the things. It's obviously about making hip hop and being a good DJ or something. Yeah, but then he talks about there are there are twins, and I think he's talking about himself, like the the duality within himself. But I can't quite get what it is. But it's it's a bit too opaque. I wish he just, you know, I like a good metaphor, but I also sort of like to be fed a little bit more yeah, what yeah, it yeah. actually is by yeah. the end. Yeah, I was a bit like that. I couldn't quite Don't work qu- out what it was about. Yeah, I just thought it was like there was some metaphor going on that yeah. was within it, and I just... I, it's almost like, it's like a sort of I used to love her type of bit, yeah, but what yeah. Common does in that, right at the very end, is tell you exactly what the metaphor <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wish he'd just sort of spelt it out a little bit more. Maybe nose. I'm not I'm not very good at symbolism and stuff like no, that. So maybe I it's I think you were my very good problem, at that. But I yeah, I, I couldn't decipher it. I just I just thought, I listened to it as a story and I thought it was a nice story going on yeah. here. There's some metaphors. He's, he's just talking about being yeah. an exceptionally good yeah. musician, right. DJ, whatever, who kills people right. with his music. Yeah. That's kind of it, I think. Yeah. And it's interesting to have such a big name produced like Prince Paul on this. Yeah. Um, just sort of doing the beat. But yeah, it's a it's the odd, odd little concoction, this one. Yeah. but And you can't help but think about the Snoop Dogg track. Yeah, yeah. All the time yeah. through it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <coughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd be, again, another three out of five, really. It didn't do much to elevate it above that. But um, Yeah, it's a three for me as well. Yeah. I quite like the oh, old geez. school feel. I gave this a yeah. five. It's really? definitely it's one when it gets to this on the album. I'm just like, I just, I mean, I could I just have, love I could, it. I yeah. could have given it a four on a better day, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on to the next one then. This one's called um, Timeless. So what? They can't back their home team because they got no guts and high scorers check stats, but they still have yet to win. Plus tomorrow they'll be riding the bench once again. So you see, in this game of life, I'm not trying to be the MVP because the enemy's the clock and the referee. Because it's obvious the world is out of order. I hope you wake up because we in the fourth quarter, y'all timeless. But still, I take my time. Hey, Larry, is this timeless to you? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I can't. I haven't got much to say about it. Other than it's just it's like one of those people under the stairs beats from the second half of the album where it's so mellow yeah. and I could just listen to it on a loop all day long without getting bored of it. It's just yeah. so smooth and just right up my street musically. Those are the notes that I made exactly. It's a smooth beat. His rapping is really smooth. Yeah, it's just lovely and chilled. Yeah, just really nice just, track to listen to. Just a nice listenable. Yeah. I think we're kind of a bubble bath yeah. of the track. I like it. Nice yeah. and mellow. Fat beat, nice road, yeah. very laid yeah. back. Yeah. Um, a really nice change of pace from the what's yeah. gone before it as well. And the hook's really good as well, sort of being timeless. And yeah, I, I, I really like this one, but didn't love it, but love like it a lot. Yeah. Do you know um, anything I, about I, Chris Catalyst? That's the thing I was going to, that's what I was going to bring up is that I did Google Chris Catalyst. And he's like a guitarist, a rock guitarist. That's not British, him though, is it? No, it can't, he's a British yeah. rock guitarist called Chris Catalyst and it's not him. Yeah. And there's absolutely no evidence that the hip hop Chris Catalyst exists. Exists, yeah. I couldn't find anything about him. In fact, this was like his only production credit on Discogs. 
And I was like, why? Like he I should just, like surely people would have been biting his arm off yeah, for beats if that's done, what he's capable yeah. of. Two tracks in a row on this album. Yeah, like, two of like I think are the best couple. Of, yeah, some of the best ones. Maybe it was J Live. Maybe that's his. Uh, Maybe, but he should have picked a name that wasn't the same as a British rock guitarist for <laughs> yeah. the Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I like this one. Um, I couldn't quite push to a four. I gave it a three, but I know you two probably got higher scores. Yeah, it's a four. 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 That's a solid four for yeah. me. Yeah, really yeah, nice yeah. Okay, cool. Right, let's move on to the next one now. Another Chris Catalyst production called Get the Third. That I will sports a lubricated shield. The only problem is we never take the time to build. And then you got the nerve to say I treat you like a freak. I try to chill and conversate with you, but besides, don't stop. And that's my spot, yo. We hardly even speak. So get to know the mind behind the dick that I'm slinging. Next time when I'm done, you get the third. Yeah, I love this one. I really like this one. Yeah, um, love the beat. I love that bass line. Yeah, it's quite a synthy yeah. bass line. Um, and the chord repeated chord that goes through it. It's yeah. lovely as well. I just love that. It's such an infectious... And then it adds another chord yeah, in the chorus. Yeah, adds another in the chorus. Yeah. It's just such an infectious groove. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff like this, non-hip-hop stuff that sounds a bit like this. Yeah, yeah. when I listened to this, I, yeah. I I thought you'd like this one because it just had that, yeah. like... It's I that, ba- that bass line. It's just like, that's really cool. Um, and and J-Live matches it with a really, really good flow. I, you know you where know, it's I, from, the sample? No, I don't. No. No, I don't. Uh, it sounds played. It sounds... yeah. Well, I I don't know. To me, it sounded sampled. Yeah, it's yeah. just got that sort of sampled grittiness yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's from, but I just I really like it. It's really uh, infectious. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. So Chris Catalyst produced two really quality beats. That is just madness. Yeah, isn't it? and then disappeared. Yeah, waste. I hope he's still with us. Is yeah, he, is he making I mean, films? Never checked. He might be. Yeah, he might be yeah, taking his top films, top yeah. director now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I I really like this one. Um, I'm not. Wouldn't go as far as say it's my favourite on the album. Yeah, we don't play, but um, yeah, really like it. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five. I think that's probably a little bit generous. But well, I, yeah. I gave this five. I really, really, yeah. I really wow. do love the beat on here, and, yeah. he, and he and he does his kind of like usual braggadocious rapping, and yeah, yeah, and uh, there's a nice bit of scratching on here. I don't think, you know, yeah, scratching is sometimes a bit yeah. like underappreciated. But yeah, I, I, I don't know for a fact, but I'm presuming J Live did the scratching himself. Who knows? Multi-talented. He, guy, I, I he mean, is. we'll get to this later, but he can scratch. Can he? Yeah. Oh, because you've seen him live. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Okay. The next track is called "Schools in Remix." Okay, Steve, is school in or out? Definitely out for me. Yeah, I'm just. I don't think this is not on the original, original, is it? No, no. I, just, I had it in my notes. I didn't think it was. I'm just checking the thing now. So, I don't know what I don't know what you want me to say about this one because I just don't. I don't like anything about it, and I would just skip it every time. It's almost an uncomfortable, un- uncomfortably bad lesson. I think, like you immediately take against it. So, what's what would be their logic of adding this to the CD version? Is, I don't know. Like, weird, I guess just it? to. Maybe I, I honestly don't know. Like, is it no. to link to the um, the true school route? No, it doesn't even link to that, does it? Your guess maybe is maybe because one. he's a producer, he gets producer credit, so maybe he just maybe this is a way of him getting some more money. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm not feeling this one. It's, no, oh, I, it's if, awful. It's like yeah. it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, if I've ever agreed on that, if I listened to this album, if this was an album I'd listen to, I would yeah. skip this. It's hard work to listen <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a two for me. Two for me. No, a one for me. Right. A rare one. 
Fair enough. Well, let's let's swiftly move past that one to the next track, which is called Rage. As they hallucinate, stealing our fate despite the fact that your legacy's great. They'd rather sit home and wait while the means to survive and thrive are shut down. So those that no wrong but can't afford right, say what now? Okay, that's uh, Rage with DJ Spinner on the buttons. Um, now, DJ Spinner is an individual in whom I am very interested. I have, uh, yeah. I own almost every single one of his house and garage remixes he's done. A lot of his of his hip hop stuff too. So I really, really massive fan of DJ one of Spinner. these people that that, that straddles both. He is sides. He's like a house music and yeah, like broken somewhere. beat. He yeah. did a lot of stuff with the West London broken yeah. beat scene, house music. Massive Stevie Wonder, yeah, like advocate and yeah, fan. He, put, he puts on like yeah. parties specific, like themed around Stevie yeah. Wonder. He's such such a talented bloke. Around like around this time, I was actually buying a lot of his house stuff really right. soulful garagey soulful house stuff yeah um and loving it as well like proper like jazzy synth solos all sorts of stuff yeah going on. he's such a talented guy but i was never as hard into his hip-hop stuff yeah but you know listening to this i you know i'm quite you know a fan of of these two particular tracks they're not didn't blow me away but you know i know he's he's quite well thought of yeah. in the hip-hop circles isn't he yeah not by me no, not based <laughs> on do, these two. We've talked about this before, I think, on a previous podcast. I, I'm, I'm not a, D, a DJ Spinner fan, and this this one is just okay. The, the beat just doesn't quite grab me on this one for some reason. Yeah. I think I get a bit of a lull because I, I don't I don't appreciate the next track either by DJ Spinner. Right. Uh, it's just, just not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Larry? Yeah, absolutely the same. Like Again, like Spinner deserves a, a lot of respect, and yeah. he, was, he was quite a prominent sort of hip-hop producer in this underground yeah. scene of the turn and of the Raucous century yeah he produced I, I think there's an album by polyrhythmatics have you got that steve he, he produced that no, no. I, th I think from memory um and he's got i can't remember what it is but he's got a really good track i think on one of the sound bombing uh compilations yeah. can't remember quite what it is at the moment but yeah he's never really Never really. He's not, he's not as good a hip hop producer as, as he is like a house music no, producer. I don't think. Totally agree with that. And yeah. this track has always been one of my least favourites on the album. Yeah. It's just, you know, some tracks you just immediately take against. Yeah. And they never kind of get you back, and it's just one of those for me. Just don't like anything about yeah. it really. I, don't, I certainly don't like, don't like the kind of the chorus, like the shouty chorus yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like I mean, I I thought it was a solid bit of hip hop. I, I gave it a three because it was just a kind of a. I, it's gave, it, it's, I still it's gave it a three. Yeah. Am I right? Am I wrong? It's, it's a little bit sort of mob DP. It's that kind of a little bit. Yeah. I think it's a bit more musical. It's quite musical. Yeah. You can hear he just changes on the chorus and stuff. He, yeah. he mixes it up a bit. I, but I just, yeah, I thought it was solid rather than mind-blowing. So, yeah, I gave it a three. Did you give it a three as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's certainly my uh, favourite of the two DJ you, Spinner what productions. What did you give it, Larry? Uh, two. two. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite of the two uh, DJ Spinner productions. Um, uh, the other one being uh, True School Anthem, which uh, sounds like this. Into that marathon, cause if mad heads was dead, then mad heads was pet. Cause mad heads could fly, your mad heads could jet. The stage is set, and you're drowning your own sweat. There's no point in getting upset, cause my shit's not done yet. Just pray to God I'll be through by sunset. I'm louder than electrical outlets. Wait, wait. True school anthem, true score anthem. <laughs> in many ways. Um, 
what have we got? I'm going to skip straight to it. I gave us a two. I mean, I think it's, it's yeah. a bouncy beat, which just doesn't grab me or just do anything for but I, me. I don't think it does bounce along. I, I, sorry, the beat probably is bouncy, but I don't. Yeah. there's something about it that just, just doesn't propel the track along. And I, just, do you know what? Like, I, w- I would forgive people for really liking it, but I just don't at all. I can imagine yeah. it's probably one of the things that sounds better. I can imagine it going across well in a live environment. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it's designed for. Um, but yeah, it's not great. I hate the way it starts as well. And I, I'm not, I normally quite like tracks that start with a sort of funny snare kind of pattern, like fit, drum fill, but yeah, it's just one of those, I just always, right from the start, nah, not for me. It's a two for me. Absolute two. skipper. Yeah, I've got it as a two as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic skip. Um, sorry, DJ Spinner. Sorry, DJ Spinner. I just know that I've bought every single one of your other house music <laughs> records and everything. I've got your albums, everything. So, but I'm not feeling this. Okay, let's move swiftly on then to the next one, and hopefully we're going to have a bit of a upturn uh, with the oh, DJ yes. Premier produced uh, track, "The Best Part." Here we go. Right, Larry, is this the best part of the album? Yeah, this is one of um, one of those primo classics from that yes. era. Just uh, um, typical of what he was doing at, at this point, and like, how can you go wrong with? a strong DJ premiere beat, a really hooky DJ premiere beat yeah. and J live like at the peak of his powers on it. It's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Steve. It, it's quite a simple premiere beat as well. Yeah. I mean, most of his stuff is simple, but maybe even more simple for him. But yeah, it's just, this is the best part, the best track. Classic. Yeah. Uh, boom bap. Lovely. So I like the pipes on here. Yeah. The pipes, pipes on here. Just yeah. like really, really nice. It's sort of it remind. It's a little bit reminiscent of the track that he produced on Commons album. Yeah, uh, like um, on is it the the Sixth Sense? The Sixth Sense. It's yeah, a little bit like so. that. It's a bit similar kind of. You can hear that sort of piano chord yeah. stab thing. Yeah, it sounds a bit like it. Yeah, you're right. What would happen if we had a um, a J Live album that was just produced by DJ Premier? Maybe if um, J Live was was, I mean, was, rep- wow, was replaced yeah. Guru and Gangstar, what would we have then? It'd be like that'd, that'd be interesting. Be I mean, you know, I'm, you'd have us having more Gangstar albums on this. Yeah, thing, definitely. <laughs> I mean yeah. that that would be a good pairing, wouldn't it? I think it would, wouldn't yeah, it? That would be really great. Good. Like the I don't know, sort of group home level beats yeah. Yeah. with J Live on it. That yeah, could, that could be. I, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing yeah. that. I, I, I fear I've underscored this one though. Um, unfortunately, I think I, I gave it a three, but it's it's classic primo, and I love that you got that classic primo shuffle to yeah. it, and that production style with like idiosyncratic samples and stuff and the pan pipes and it all kind of melds nicely. Yeah. But I don't think it's top tier primo for me. No, oh, it's not, right. it's not, it's, it's not classic quite, primo. It is definitely I classic was, primo. I'm still yeah. referring you to VAR here because three for a classic primo like this. Yeah. I will say as well, I know that we, we skipped on the, on the intro for the, on the prop, on the sort of official intro to this album yeah. and rightly so, because it is annoying, but this track ties into it. Right. Because on that intro track, it kind of has a depiction of him rapping as a youngster at school. Yeah. And at the end of uh, this yeah, track, yeah, he yeah. Re- he incorporates those lyrics yeah. into it. So it, okay. t- it ties it all together quite nicely. Okay. okay fair it's enough. a nice acapella end to this. this yeah. 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 It kind of goes just a, a kind of a clap. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like yeah. that. 
yeah, as I say, not not top tier primo, but I do even mid tier primo is better than a lot of a yeah. lot of people. So, and I think yeah, J Live suits the beat perfectly, and yeah, it's this and, and the scratches on the chorus as well. It's classic primo. Yeah, just, like he, he, I mean, yeah. he is so good. At he's that, so good. He's so, so yeah, good. he's on another level really. But yeah, so I only gave it a three, unfortunately. I think probably probably justifies a four. Yeah, I gave it a four. I gave it a five. Five. Yeah, yeah fair enough. All right, we're going to skip the next track uh, sequentially on the album. It's called Play. It's uh, not really... Uh, it's just a load of sound clips of people talking about I think one it. one thing that I think is worth mentioning about this, and it ties in with what I said about the intro, this, like, he, this guy cannot finish this album properly. Like, It's got about three different tracks, all of which sound like they are like toppers for the album. Yeah. yeah. Like he's yeah. got the um like this could have been the last track because it ties in with the intro. And then he's got is it, it play is it the one that we're kind of skipping. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is the don't play beat. Yeah. And then he's got like bragging rights is brilliant, but that sounds like it could have been the ender. And then he's got the epilogue as well. Yeah. And then he's got there's like the there's a, a there's an outro in there as well, I think. It's just Yeah. Like, Too pick, much. like pick one and stick with it, mate. Yeah, and the words of Alan Partridge. We're not got much time here. So we're going to move on to um, we're going to move on to the next track, which is called uh, "Bragging Rights Revisited." Right. There we go. Bragging Rights Revisited. Thoughts, chaps? Oh, this is absolute quality. This is yeah. my favourite track on the whole album. It is brilliant. Uh, the, the the beat, maybe you two talk a bit more about that, but the, the way that he flows, the cadence in his rapping on this is just amazing. And particularly his breath control. You're like, at points you think, oh my God, he's going to pass out because it's just, you know, how much he's kind of getting out is just uh, incredible. Um, just great, great bragging. And also, I like at the end when that kind of the crowd noise comes in. It's like yeah. a crescendo. It's just like you know a celebration of just just hearing an incredible MC just giving his everything. And probably probably the best the best rap performance of his uh, of his career. So here's something that will that might blow your mind and make it even more impressive for you. Yeah. All that scratching, he's oh, doing yeah, that in real yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And he does it live exactly as it is on the album. No rapping along at the like he's not just an incredible MC he's an incredible like beat juggler as well yeah right that scratch and that is just just incredible is so impressive like it shouldn't be impressive because it's no different to playing a guitar and singing at the same time but (laughs) yeah yeah. but to to me that I mean that the idea that somebody can play an instrument and sing at the same time is just madness. I don't, yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't fathom how someone can do that. But their brains must be just wired yeah, so exactly. differently. Exactly. But, so but the fact that like, I've seen him do this live, it's in, like it's incredible to see him and do that because I just didn't at that point. I just assumed it was like a, a studio trick. But no, yeah. he brings out the turntables. He does it all. It's oh, mad. That sounds good. This is one of his best tracks, though. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, would you I agree. Think so. I think this is this is definitely. I quite like the old. It's kind of I like the old school feel to it. It's kind of yeah, an old school yeah. kind of in the park. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. I looked up the, the sample as well, and I'll I'll be checking out more of like okay. that artist. Yeah, yeah, lo- yeah. He's proper sample. like proper showing braggadocious kind of mad skills in yeah. this one, but, but hence, particularly hence like what bragging rights said. Yeah. The, so only, well. the only downside, I don't know whether I don't know. I don't know whether I like it or not. That it's got like that Sesame Street like. And J Live was bought to oh, you. Yeah, yeah. 
it's like Oscar the Grouch or something like that, isn't it? It's, it's, only a, t- it's, it's a minor thing. Yeah. Though, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, mm. yeah. we got a caller on the line. But that kind actually. of, let's, it, um, let's, hear, let's hear from them. Yeah, this is Rob from Exmouth. Thanks, Rob. Um, so, uh, <laughs> as I can say, that, that ties in, like the, the, the Sesame Street bit sort of ties in with the theme of the album and sort of him transitioning yeah. from being a child to a fully grown rapper yeah. so it's a yeah. bit thematically yeah consistent yeah alright so that's uh, Bragging Rights Revisited I gave it a three um, but oh, you two probably like give it more five, than five. absolutely yeah, I only, I only gave it a four actually because yeah. um, it is a sim- it is a very simple beat even though it's technically very impressive for him to do it live yeah absolutely um Right, final track. Uh, we're going to move on to Epilogue now, uh, which sounds a bit like this. Saying what I am thinking, except when my mind's blinking. My eyes open even when my eyes drinking. Eyes are socializer, but more so with those wiser. Ask yourself wiser. Music so misused, it's self-contained and not self-sustained. I'm myself... Okay, uh, Epilogue. Uh, I... Losing the will to live now with this this album. <laughs> this one, <laughs> this one uh, is a boring, boring beat, boring yeah. rhymes. Oh, I, I think it's I mean, one it's, track too many. Yeah, maybe two tracks too many. I uh, just yeah no. I, this one just absolutely bored me to tears. Am I right in thinking, Steve? It's not on the original. Yeah, uh, just checking. Yeah, yeah. it sounds it's to me not, like the original press is the one I probably should have. That yeah, is the one yeah. to go. That is the, the one to go on for. Is so much better. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen tracks is just that's too long. A lot for that's a lot yeah. for him. Um, it's a lot for a podcast as well. Let me say. <laughs> yeah. If you're being objective, though, I think this yeah. is this is a it's a fitting track for the end of the album. It kind of just brings the pace down quite nicely. It feels like the last track of an album. It is just too everything else just makes it too bloated. Yeah, it's too bloated. And like I said before, there are too many tracks that could have closed the album, and he needed to just pick one of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think Bragging Rights is a is a is a good enough place to finish, or just put that earlier in the album somewhere. But on the bootleg, so it was, is, it, was it was play on the bootleg, which is a bit random. Right, bragging rights was, was was the penultimate one. Yeah, yeah. So unlike Fest One, he does not know how to sequence an album nope. properly. Yeah, I'd at go this along point, with that. Yeah, I, I think this is just such a weekend to the album. But I'll give it two. Clever rapper, but not quite so good with everything yeah. else. Uh, I still gave it a four. Four. Yeah. Barry. Two. Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm aligned with that. Cool. Well, that's the end of the album. That's the end of uh, J Live's the best part. Uh, we're going to go away, crunch the numbers, and then we're going to vote for which one's the winner. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. So uh, now the dust has settled on our playoff battle, it's time to decide which album is the winner. Um, so we're going to move over to our virtual video printer and take a look at the scores as they come in. Um, so we've you've done the numbers, you've scored all the tracks. Um, let's have a, let's have a look at which one's going to win. Steve, what, what are you voting for? Talk us through talk us through the true score. Talk us through your vote. Yeah. So. Um when when I first knew that we we're going to do these two albums, I thought there's only going to be one winner because obviously that um, you know people under the stairs is an, uh, a question for once is an album that I just absolutely love. It has such a place in in my my heart, and I take it away to a desert desert island. So I thought it was going to be a very easy win. Um, and then when I did the true score, I couldn't believe how close it was. So there there was really not much in it. 
but it's interesting i think because when we've gone through the discussion um there's it definitely i mean question the formats it still definitely feels like it's a better album i don't know how j live has got quite so so close i think it's just maybe a credit to, to him as a as a rapper that he's been able able to do that so it's a narrow win it shouldn't be but it's a definitely a win for question in question the form, in the form answer. okay so that's one one nil to people under the stairs. I'm going to go next because I'm going to. You can be the. Uh, okay. Um, you might have to be the decider. Oh my word! But uh, so okay. Here's my overall summary on the albums. I think both of them are too long. <laughs> both of them could have been classics. <laughs> yeah. In my years, hearing them now, that's, with a, that's a fair of, criticism. I think. Yeah, with a bit of judicious editing, I think they could have been a lot better. I think yeah. would have been, I might have thought they were classics. Um, I think both of them could have been albums I would liked if I was into it when I, when they were released. Um, they're right on my street production wise there's a lot of great, great stuff on both albums yeah. I think people understand it's more cohesive as an album project um, Fest One is my kind of producer similar tastes similar kind of yeah the things you know that I just I like listening to um, but in J-Live's favour I connected with a lot of those tracks because it feels like something from that golden age of mm. hip hop a bit more than people under the stairs does yeah, yeah. So there was there was my conflict, yep. um, but ultimately my true scores showed that people under the stairs was the winner. I think I gave that ended up at like three point oh six out of five. And but you J-Live, don't always follow your true score. Well, I don't always. Yeah, but people under the stairs won it, uh, and and J Live got two point nine three. So I think in this instance I am going to go with people under the stairs for my vote. Wow, brilliant! So yeah, I think that's the winner. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with the okay. score, which eliminates any jeopardy now when we talk to you, Larry. Yeah, and I think anyone who's been paying attention will probably <laughs> yeah. know which way I'm blowing with this one as well. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, just, just to cap things off, echoing what you said really, Danny, I, I think People Under the Stairs is is a bit long. It has got filler on it. Um, but it all hangs together so nicely. It is, it's an album, whereas the best part yeah. has the makings yeah. of an album yeah. and he's the kind of rapper that w- c- could make a really great album but this one is more of a, just a collection of of songs um, I think probably just due to it, it might well have been due to kind of the label situation at the time and yeah. I know that was quite it was quite a fraught process um, wasted opportunity really J Live album yeah um, I think it was affected by all the stuff that went on but yeah. Yeah, yeah but true, true score wise uh, People Under The Stairs I gave um, just a, a 4.0, 4.09, so 4.1 basically. Yeah. And uh, J Live was 3.26. So, so quite a di- it's quite a stark difference, really. So yeah. So people under the stairs is our hip hop world cup champion. Another chance. And by a landslide, three 0 and uh, we don't get many 3 nils in this podcast we don't we absolutely don't and, and somebody who'll be very happy um, about that is our next guest oh uh, he's won everything there is to win in English football and played for England 15 times scoring his only goal in 2001 the same year J-Live's album came out yeah 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 um, ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show ex-Newcastle and new striker Andy Cole hello Andy good afternoon so Andy, not many people know that you released a rap single in 1999, a cover of Outstanding by the Gap Band. Um, but which other rappers do you think are outstanding? Uh, Andy? I, I, I think we... You there, Andy? Jeez. 
Oh, mine's gone again. Uh, uh, Andy, do you agree with our winner? Andy? Is this BT we're with? Yeah. No, no problem. Yeah. You there, Andy? We're sorry. Oh, every time. Every bloody time. Every time. We should get sponsored by a better <sighs> provider. Do we still have to pay these people? I'm not going to be after this, I'll tell you that now. Yeah. I've, I've been on the phone to them. Because we are in the hole financially, aren't we? We are. We really are. Well, apologies for that, listeners. Uh, we'll try and get him back and do a sort of bonus episode if we can um, get hold of him again. But um, sorry about that. Well, that's the end of that playoff. So people under the stairs was yeah. the winner. Yeah. Uh, another good episode. Uh, if you want to get in touch and let us know what you thought of the episode or just share anything else about hip-hop that you want to you say, please hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Hip Hop World Cup. Uh, but for now, thanks for listening um, and join us again for the next episode. Ah, good looking boy. Sway, 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 sway. Ladies and gentlemen, this the damn hot World Cup. This the damn hot World Cup. Only the strong survive. This the damn hot World Cup.